has good technique, he will be elite. If his technique becomes great, after his good, then he's a Hall of Famer. Fighting through contact, fighting through offensive line, being a double team, multiple moves stacked into one. Just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, it's actual football talk. It's a football show, it's about football, not storylines. And you are listening to another edition of Blue It Splits. <clears throat> um, I stopped counting numbers, but we're going to be doing Elijah Moore today. Uh, usually I have Marcus Coleman on for this, but uh, we'll probably have him on for like Jason Pinnock and maybe uh, another corner. And then we'll most likely be doing a uh, live stream as well. I'm recording this on Tuesday. It might be released on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm not sure what day it re- is released yet. Um, because I still have to finish an article. Uh, but if it's before Thursday, that means that the live stream with myself, Robbie Savo, and Michael Nania is Thursday at 7 o'clock. If this gets released on Friday, then check it out. Last night, we had a live stream with myself, Michael Nania, and Robbie Savo talking about the draft, um, etc. This is a time where <clears throat> a lot of people, it's, it's a dead time. Um, Fortunately for you, if you're a if you're a subscriber, even if not, you get probably about a third to a fourth of the show on on YouTube. Um, for the people who do not know that, uh, like I said, it, you know, I think at the end of it, the watermark says that if you want the full video, go to Jets X Factor. You're, you're getting about a third of what we put out um, on this. So we have a ton coming still. We have the entire draft class to do. Um, so a lot of people will be talking about the same thing over and over and over again. We have to do. Two more reviews on Zach Wilson. We have to do Elijah Vera Tucker. I'm going to do mostly his film at guard. I'm going to do a little bit of tackle just to show you um, his ability to tackle as well. But since he's mostly going to be guard, I'm going to do a lot of the 2019 film. Elijah Moore today, 48 plays. Uh, Michael Carter is coming up next. We have Sh- we have Sherwood, which or Sherwood, which is going to be like 15 to 20 plays. I don't have a ton on him. Um, Michael Carter is going to be like 20-ish plays. Panox is going to be like 20 to 30 plays. Nazar Ladin, I have a ton of film on, so I'll do a lot of him. Uh, we have Brandon Eccles. We have Jonathan Marshall. Already finished up Kenny Yeboah. Uh, Hamakar Rashid Jr. We have him coming. Isaiah Dunn coming. And then uh, that's not even including the, f- the free agency stuff to do. I, I still have rankings to do, which I've already recorded. Um, or recorded, I still have to do a show on. Uh, Keelan Cole's done. Joyner's done. Vinny Curry is done. And then I think I'm going to do Te- uh, Tevin Coleman and Croft. I don't think you guys care about Feeney and Justin, Ju- uh, Justin Hardy too, too much. I'm not going to do those. But I think all in total, that's like 20 reviews still to do with a live stream twice a month. I'm going to say, you know, myself, Nania, and Saber and do it once or twice a month, at least once a month. And then I'm going to do it with Kyle at least once a month. So you have two live streams coming every single month. We'll do 53-man roster predictions. We'll do, rat, we'll do uh, roster battles. We still have a ton to talk about for the draft. We, me and Kyle barely scraped through the draft in three and a half hours because a ton of uh, callers called on the live stream, which is freaking awesome. So uh, we have so much to do. <laughs> that's, that's at least 25, 26 shows. Um, hopefully by August. So I'm going to be dumping a show or two a week just on a film alone. Um, so stick around again, subscribe. It's, it's five bucks a month. It's 50 a year. If you want to buy a year, um, uh, for my opinion, the jets, best the best jets content around, um, in terms of getting actual knowledgeable stuff. Um, <clears throat> so like I said, 48 plays of Elijah Moore. Um, I'm going to do the strength and weakness at the end. Uh, sorry for the people who are not subscribers to the website, but again, I have to 
put some incentives for you to listen uh, all the way to the end. Um, one and two to subscribe. So the only the subscribers to the website are going to get the strengths and weaknesses. I'll talk about some of them as they as they come, um, you know, throughout the review. But my full actual list, which I didn't hammer down yet, like in terms of like making it a really cr- clean and crisp list, uh, list, uh, cre- clean and crisp list. Uh, I'm doing that for the article. That's gonna be the end of the article again. That's only for subscribers as well. That's that's why it's at the end. You can scroll through the first fourth of the article. Um, but the end is going to be the strengths and weaknesses. So subscribe. If, if not, if you wanted to check out a fourth of it and just uh, see, you know, let's say we're doing 48 today, you'll probably get 15 to 20. That's cool too. It's completely fine. You get enough. That's, that's more than you're going to get anywhere else. So uh, let's see. Um, first play of the season. This is literally the first play of the season uh, for Ole Miss. Uh, we're going to show a lot of him doing different things from yak to being lined up in the backfield, uh, to deep routes to in the slot. I'll bring up again, the strengths and weaknesses later in the show. Uh, I'll talk about some of the things I wanted to see more from him at Ole Miss. Um, some of the things I think he struggles with and it's to be completely honest, it's, it's quite a short list of things I think he has to work on. Um, but we'll talk about that in the future. So the number eight, I think he's wearing number eight for the jets. I'm not going to lie. Um, it, it's funny every single off season and every time a Jamal Adams, Le'Veon Bell, a Sam Donald gets traded or released, I'm never buying a Jersey again. I'm not doing it, you know? And then the season comes, they draft these guys. I'm like, okay, so I have a green Quinn and Williams. I need two more active players. So I think I'm going to rock a Zach Wilson white. Uh, and I'm probably gonna get Elijah more black, uh, because number eight, if he rocks a single digit number, I think that's awesome. So I, I have to get it. Uh, I struggle between him and Mims. I really, really like the Mims coming out too. And I still think he's going to be a good player. So, but he's not wearing a single digit. If he, if he was rocking five, it would be a discussion between him and Mims. I, I really don't know. But uh, number eight right here. And we're just going to see some, uh, again, uh, a jet motion that stops half, that, that stops half, or orbit motion that stops halfway. Um, gets the pass on the screen. And a, a lot of the stuff with like with this, with the yak stuff, there's not a ton to break down. Um, I do like that he that he angles off field, field here to hold these guys inside and then breaks to the outside, just giving himself a little bit more room. Obviously, sees uh, number nine here coming at a hard angle over the top. Um, has the ability to stop quickly. Um, strong feet, little club spin, stiff arm spin, whatever you want to call it, and he picks up some more yards. So we'll watch it again. Um, and he has good ability, obviously, for, for Yak. I don't think he's a Kadarius Tony. Um, who's like an elite yak guy. I think he's pretty good at yak. Uh, I would say definitely above average. Um, it's just not Kadarius Tony level. It might not be, you know, uh, I didn't even really watch him last year to be completely, to be, to be transparent, but like a little viscous Chenault, like there's something, uh, it's very good. Um, but it's not those guys. Cause there are some times where I think he could have been a little bit more creative, but overall still really, really, really good. It's definitely a very plush trait. Um, a three by one right here. Uh, he's a, he's the, the the outside slot number two right here, um, and that trips and they run a cab, which is he's a dig and a and a sit and it's probably an option right there um, in that offense. I would I would, I would assume. Um, so I call that a cab. It's it's a it's a levels type read, and it's not the sharpest break. And the thing I want uh, people and I've said this before on on receivers. You're going to see more square cuts and sharp cuts when it's versus man coverage, but when it's when it's zone and guys are playing off, you want to get to the spot quicker. So it doesn't necessarily have to be the sharpest. It's obviously, depending on the situation, which we may 
talk about. We may not. Um, it depends on how sharp you want to make it versus zone. But uh, typically versus zone, it doesn't have to be a, a square cut. A square cut would actually hurt you or let's just say a sharp cut. We're actually taking like two stops, you know, uh, a break. Like you don't have to do that um, in zone because you just want to get to that spot quickly. So right here, not necessarily the sharpest route. Again, he doesn't need to be. Um, the one thing that I love that he does is he always attacks the ball. His hands are super, super smooth, um, really soft hands. He's a really natural catcher. He, he rarely, if ever, I don't know if I saw – to be completely honest, I, I'm trying to go over my head. I don't know if I saw one body catch this year or, or from yeah, from the whole 2020 season that I watched of him. Maybe there was one that's slipping my mind, um, but super natural hands, really good technique in terms of um, high pointing the ball, attacking the ball, um, good in terms of his technique with his hands. And I, I like that he always comes back to it and he always runs through the catch. Um, and right here, he does little things like the, the you see that you can see the angle that he's taking right here. Um, the safety, the linebacker looked like I didn't even really look at the defense, but it, based on where he's lined up, it looks like Tampa too. So this linebacker is in a drive, and because he attacks the ball and changes his angle um, and kind of loops around, it actually gives him more more yak opportunities. So um, he's really really good at that. Where if he stayed on this flat angle, maybe he gets contacted right here, but because he comes back to the ball um, and changes his angle right here. Um, that gets in that yak. Like he does those things really, really well. Um, catch the ball, tuck, and obviously runs forward for, for some more yardage. So uh, really, really good right there too. Let's see, yak again. It's not going to be all yak, trust me. These are just the plays that came up first. Uh, he's going to run this jet motion, I think, from the uh, from the boundary right here um, in the stack. Tim and Yaboa, which I think, that, no, is that Yaboa? I don't know if that's – no, this is Yaboa. The good thing about watching Old Miss is I, I, I got two – killed two burns with Woodstone. I watched Old Miss. I got to just watch both of these guys. Um, Yaboa is interesting. Um, there's definitely a reason he fell, um, which we'll talk about overall. Do I think he should have been undrafted? Probably not. Do I think he can make the team for the Jets? I, I think he, he will. I think it's really competition right now between him, um, Daniel Brown, and I guess uh, Ryan Griffin. I think I think Wesco, Croft, um, and Herndon are locks at this point. Um, people might not agree with Wesco, but watch his watch his tape. Go on my go on my Twitter search at uh, Jor B Wesco thread, and you're gonna see how much he was used as an H back, as a fullback, as a blocker, and that's gonna be important for this offense. So I think he's a lock. Um, so I think Yabo can make it. He just competed with Daniel Brown and uh, Ryan Griffin um, for that fourth spot maybe even third spot, they consider West back or West coach as a straight up fullback. So takes the jet. Um, and again, little things that he does, like it's, it's, it's really, it's really little, but um, it's things that set up yak. And, and it's important to note um, when you're watching these guys and especially when it goes, like comes to the NFL level, because there's some things that people may do in, in college that is not going to work in the NFL. And um, a lot of people just watch college tape and they'll, they'll see something work in that instance and they'll say, okay, it's going to work in the NFL. And there's really little things you kind of got to look for to see if it's going to work um, from angles, from, you know, like Michael Carter, like is he pressing the line before he cuts outside or is he taking the hole too early, um, which will lead to linebackers scraping over the toppers. He holding those linebackers, you know, how are receivers routes? Does this translate? You know, there's some reps, later that I'll show of Michael Carter where he wins um, a press rep, but I actually don't like the press rep that, that, that he wins on. So th there's things you really have to have to look for uh, translatable athleticism, a bunch of these things. And, and I like that he takes his hand off 
and you can see how he kind of bends his his track right there. You see how it just he takes it from the five to about the four, and that's just to avoid any inside penetration. So I like I like that he bends it back a little bit right there, um, gains more depth. Now again, now he's reading his blocks, head inside. He's going outside. He's going to press the outside, cut inside to hold him out outside, open up his angle inside, cut inside. Again, now there's pressure from the inside. Where's the open field to the outside? He cuts outside. Nice little, nice hand right there to, 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 to wipe away the defender's left hand uh, to contain him. Wipes it down, cut inside, stiff arm, club, whatever you want to call it. Gets inside of that guy too and uh, picks up some extra yardage right there. So we'll watch it in full speed. Again, definitely really, really good yak player. I wouldn't say it's elite, but it's let's say elite is a 10 out of 10. He's a 9 out of a 10. Um, so he offers that to the Jets offense. And this was something that we were saying before the draft, doing these live streams, doing whatever it was. Um, just saying in general, the Jets needed two things in the receiver court. They needed anything. They needed a legitimate deep threat. They didn't have one. I, I think I think Mims was the best deep threat that they have, not necessarily because of his speed, but because of his ability to to win contested balls vertically. There's a difference between vertical contested balls and over the middle contested balls. Um, and I didn't see a lot of Davis winning vertical contested balls. Um, and they needed a gadget yak type guy and Elijah Moore is legitimately both of those. He's a four, three, two, four, three, four guy. I forget what exactly which one it was. I think it's a four, three, two, but we're gonna call it a four, three, three, cause it's in the middle of the both of them, but a low four threes guy. Um, and it's not one of those four threes that doesn't transit on tape. It shows up that, that is for sure. There's again, there's a lot of guys who they'll run a four, four, but when they're on the field and they're thinking they're doing all these things, they look like they're running a four, six. He has translatable speed to his 40. Um, so he is that deep threat. He plays bigger than his size. Um, which, uh, I think is, I think I, I can, I actually actually probably talk about that. I think he's five, nine, um, five, nine, one eighty two or something or something like that. Uh, five, nine, one eighty. Okay. So, uh, but he plays bigger than that. Like he's not a guy who's going to win contested catches deep, like Randy Moss or even like Mims. I'm not comparing Mims to Randy Moss, but um, more of like a Tyler Lockett, Santana Moss, you know, Steve Smith. Like I, I can see all those comparisons where he's just going to beat a guy clean. Um, and as long as you can lead him, he's not going to need to necessarily win contested catches. Uh, Robbie Anderson was not a guy who necessarily won contested catches. Even though sometimes he did, his, his vertical contested catch, catch ability is actually pretty good. But um, Scissors, uh, he's right here on the bottom. And it's... Uh, I forget. I forget. What did what did Pullman call this? Like a monster, whatever, whatever it is. It's it, it's a you can call this. A, I call this a tight inverted inverted uh, slot formation um, to each side mirrored. So they run a scissors. He's gonna break outside. He's gonna break in. Yep. Okay. And obviously, there's nothing really special about this. It's cover two, and this is a quarterback's read. Whatever this safety commits to, he's just gonna throw the other thing. It's scissors. This is a perfect call versus cover two. You literally couldn't have anything better. Um, or you could, but not really. That's it. As long as it wins, it wins. So post catch easy. That's all easy. Um, but now we'll see some of the yak, obviously just noticing angles. This guy's coming over the top or over the top and high. So he cuts inside of him or underneath of him. Um, so good catch overall, good route. Fine. Um, good yak deep threat. You can tell the ones I put the arrows on. I, I probably shared on Twitter. So uh, right here, slot, obviously. There's literally a massive freaking red arrow pointing to him. Um, he's just going to run uh, – I think it's like a skinny post or just a post. Yeah. 
post, and this is where I talk about some of his ab- ability to catch the ball deep. Um, one, you like that he, he he consistently comes off the line with his shoulders down. This is looks like a sprinter, like he's sailing deep, which he's going deep regardless, but he does this on slants. He does this on hitches. He does this on everything where he, he really sells deep and really makes everything look, um, look the same. So the one thing to, to notice about this is not just that drive phase where he's sung the shoulders down. You can see how he bends his stem um, into the corner, which is going to hold him. Um, if he was to, to, to stay straight, he would, he would stay in his leverage where he's at and he would be right in his hip. But because he notices that he's outside leverage, what he's going to do, he's going to come off the ball. He's going to stem towards him to hold him outside. He's going to break it on the post to give himself more room inside. So it's the little things that matter a lot. Um, and that matters that he bends it into him and then breaks it outside or breaks it inside. So good job um, stemming towards the corner to, to hold him outside, break inside again, just giving himself more room. Um, if he didn't do that, he would be much tighter covered right here in the corner. Again, quarterback chucks it up deep and high points the ball, good tracking it. Obviously good, uh, good body contorting, good control of his body in the air, catches at its highest point. And uh, again, not a body catcher, none, none of these things. If he's a body catcher, it'd be much more concerning for him winning deep. But you could, you could chuck a ball up to him deep like this and he will win. Again, do you want to do this consistently to a guy who's 5'9"? No, not necessarily. But um, if it happens, it happens. And this is as good as it gets in terms of high-pointing a ball um, and then being able to bring it in. Um, and again, all, and the other thing is a lot of receivers at this point would catch it and most likely fall, but he always has yak on his mind. So catch – and again, keep his feet under him. So instead of going down at the, at the 31, 30 yard line, now he runs to, you know, the 25, that extra five yards, that extra six yards means a lot in the NFL. Um, we talk about it being a game of literal, you know, inches, but it's actual millimeters. Uh, it's, it's even less than inches. So obviously, unless you just didn't go to school. So more accelerate or excel. It's not the word. Spell that, I'll spell that, but balance, um, Another jet's another jet motion. He's going to uh, take the pass <clears throat> on the screen. Again, they use him in a lot of different ways. Um, obviously, a good catch right there with one hand. He probably could have went up with two, but he's confident in his ability to catch with one hand right there. And you're going to see acceleration from him right here. That's that's all that really is. This is just this is just showing some of his speed catching this ball and being able to outrun everybody who's trying to outflank him to the sideline. Um, you can see right there, balance on the sideline right there, ball in easy. Not much to go over. Okay, we have 48 plays. I don't want to spend too much time on uh, just acceleration plays, but let's run through it. More yak. Okay, right here. Yeah, right here. Just a flat route. That's 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 all it is. They run a flat seven. Uh, the quarterback. Not, not a bad job. He senses, he obviously sees that blitz coming. So he's just going to get it out to the first guy open, let him, let him create and make this guy miss. I'm fine with that decision. Obviously there wasn't a blitz here. He'd read high to low um, because there's a blitz. He just sees the first guy open, hits it. That's fine. Hot route. Cool with that. Now catches the ball, um, obviously angles to the outside away from any interior defensive pressure. Uh, corners coming hard over the top. What does he do? Two, looks like he gets two hands in the ball. Most For the most part in traffic, he does. I can't really tell here to be completely honest, but look how low he is. Sticks his shoulder right into the chest of the uh, of the tackler, or of the attempted tackler. Breaks the tackle, sheds him off again. Contact, balance, power. Uh, the fact that you know he knows leverage in terms of uh, trucking through guys. A little bit of high step, get the first down. Again, that's what you do. If if Zach Wilson's in the situation seeing a blitz, and there's one guy for Elijah Moore to 
to beat in the NFL, obviously depending on who it is, uh, I'm going to take Elijah Moore for the, for the most part. And then he creates that first down for, uh, for Ole Miss's offense. So got to like that. Sorry, get a notification. I have, I have ADT, so I get notifications as soon as my front door and stuff, but that was not for that. Okay. Um, what is this? Hands. Already he is right here, right here. Could be right there. We'll see. Pretty sure he's right here. Yeah. Okay. Again, um, Another levels type concept, cab, whatever, whatever it is. He runs a dig again. Um, there's not really much of this with his route running, obviously um, initially stemming at the, at the defensive back, fine angle inside dig. It's not the sharpest thing, but again, he's playing, he's playing some bad coverage. So you don't necessarily have to run the sharpest routes against guys who are not playing in good coverage, because if anything, you instead of more of speed cuts when you run square cuts first guys who are not playing good coverage that just gives them time to catch up to you so you have to kind of be able to feel what you're going up against and i'm sure if this guy was to stay over top um being his hip pocket he would probably he'd probably try to try to stack him hold his line and, and and square cut inside but because he's playing off and he's giving him the inside he's just gonna um just speed cut inside he's not gonna completely break it down so um <clears throat> the route Again, I want, I definitely want to see him more. Uh, I want to see him more in the NFL in terms of him versus bigger corners, him versus guys who are going to stay square. Uh, there were examples of him holding his line, you know, um, leading into guys before he would break and things like that. But I definitely want to see it more because um, there wasn't a ton of examples. Like he did work in his space, not not. I don't want to say quite often, but um, often enough where I wanted to see more of the other stuff. So again, plenty of room inside hands not the easiest catch to make obviously um it's a it's a it's a catch you expect your uh wide receivers to make but when you're running over the middle again the quarterback obviously or ideally leads him right here he has some pressure so he can't or he doesn't i think zach Wilson could um ball behind him not an easy catch but look the ball in um good hand technique in terms of his hands being tight catches the nose of the ball is quick to tuck it to his body so it's not just loosen out there and gets gets uh, fumbled. And again, he's a guy who um, is willing to take a hit. Doesn't matter if he's over the middle. There's a safety. There's a robber. You know, a linebacker. Does not matter. Um, he will take a hit to catch the ball. And right here, he knows he has guys trailing him. He knows he just beat a guy in coverage for him to stop and have to catch a ball like this. He knows he's probably gonna get smacked in the face. Does he care? No, he does not give a shit. He'll he'll take a hit. Love to see that, especially from a smaller guy. Um, and that's where you see some of those Steve Smith comparisons come up because. Uh, He's a, he's a tough SOB. He just is. So, um, let's see next, uh, toughness catcher. Okay. So we're kind of going to see a similar type of thing right here. Um, we have some plays of Eccles too. I think Eccles is, or Eccles, sorry, is right here. Um, we'll do that. Obviously his review in the future. I only had like two or three Kentucky games. And to be completely honest, a lot of his games, like there were just plays that weren't a lot of plays were like him like bailing and and him not being on the on the front side of a read. So like his receiver didn't didn't really run a route or there wasn't a lot of like translatable film that I saw that I can go off of. So his review is gonna be like, I think I have like seven plays in two games right now. I'm hoping to make it like 15 in the next game. And then I can make it at least like a 
a 30 to 45 minute review, but right now I have like seven plays of him in two games. Cause not, not a lot of it was like, Oh, you know, uh, this is a play that I want to show you guys. Like a lot of it was like, Oh, okay. Look, he has speed here. Am I going to really record a show uh, or record a play and just show you, okay, this is his acceleration. Like I can tell you about that. I think you can trust me enough just to see acceleration. So, um, let's see. Okay. Sorry. He wasn't at the top right there. He is, uh, in the backfield right here. So, backfield and again you can use them in multiple a multiple a multitude of ways and they just rather this uh this like sale concept you can read deep intermediate short i don't necessarily like how con how, con how congested these are um in terms of this route concept maybe he just cut it short because it was a side adjust versus versus a corner over top so you want to break it but um just in, in general i don't like them being within you know five six yards of each other right there but uh He's running deep, intermediate, short. He sees that he is open, um, intermediate again, and there's just cloud corn right here. So it's a little bit of a risky throw, but he fits it in there, the quarterback. And again, you know that Elijah Moore is super aware um, in general of defenders around him. And you can see as he's breaking out right here, again, nothing special with the route uh, in terms of um, the break or anything like that. I'll talk about the other routes where he more square cuts and cuts back to the quarterback that are important in terms of stop step, pivot steps, drive steps, whatever they are. But some of the last ones have not really been um, overall. The only thing I could, I could tell you in terms of these routes is even though they are square cut, they're, they're, uh, they're more speed cuts. All of them have a lot of speed um, in, in them. So while I'm slowing it down, it might not look like the craziest route, but all the time there's plenty of speed in his routes. Um, but again, while he's breaking out right here, he notices this, this, this corner, this cloud corner. He knows he's going to take a shot. Again, he, he's a guy who doesn't really give a shit if he's going to take a shot. Again, quarterback throws it up. He knows he's probably going to take a shot. Again, contorting his body, body control, high pointing it. It's not an easy catch to make. You can see he has, he has a completely high point that. Hands are tight. Looks like thumbs are together. Um, and catches it. Immediately tucks the ball because he knows he's going to take a shot. Again, he's not going to all alligator arm stuff. I've never, I've not once seen him alligator arm a catch when he's going to take a shot. He does not care. I love it. So now you, you Boa did actually a little bit that kind of frustrated me for bigger for a tight end who's six four two fifty. Um, there was definitely times where he went up with one hand and try to protect himself or alligator arm to catch or two, which I did not like. Um, but we'll see if that changes the NFL. So catch tuck. And again, the, the thing about the tuck too is. He's aware of where the helmet's going. He doesn't tuck it um, into the right hip. He tucks it to the left hip away from the from the uh, from the helmet. Takes the shot. Holds onto the ball. Awesome. You love to see that. Ten. We are twenty percent done. Again, running through these plays. Had a lot of plays of him. Uh, and I've we have so much to do. Uh, you and I, in terms of film. Uh, some of these reviews, I can't, I'm not just going to do two, um, two shows because like I said, you're going to have 20 plus shows by August, the end of August, uh, schedule releases tomorrow. I'm really excited to, to watch that. I've already mapped out my entire work schedule to see what game I can travel to. Uh, I'm hoping Carolina, Houston, Denver, uh, we'll see. So more slot release, uh, short stride. So he's gonna be right here. So now we're going to talk about more of the route running. Okay, yeah. And, and this isn't – he doesn't even get targeted right here, but I really like the release. Uh, again, um, whether this be man, uh, man match, zone match, whatever it is, uh, I'm not going to watch it a million times to, to do this, especially when it's, when it's a handoff. Uh, but um, this guy is responsible for him, this defensive back, and he is going to stride towards him or uh, drive towards him, short stride. 
one, two, three, again, and, and what that does a lot of the times is it, ju- it just freezes a guy's hips when you're short striding them um, because it basically just confuses the shit out of them. Whether it be a short stride, a power skip, a skip, a hop step, there's a bunch of different moves to, to freeze guys. Um, Elijah Moore does like the short stride guys. So I'm right here, close distance. Again, you don't want to, you don't want to short stride when you're too far away from him because it's not going to, it's not going to freeze him. It's not going to be overly effective. Um, because if you're freezing him while you're not two, three yards away and you're four or five yards away, he has time to recover. So you want to eat up that ground, eat up that cushion and then do your move. Um, so you have to have a, uh, an awareness of the space that you're working into. That's important in terms of route running. Uh, he short strides him, freezes the hips again, or freezes the feet. You can see him right here. He's, he's sinking feet are frozen. Little head knot outside, pulls the elbow back, elbow jam, helps him turn inside. Um, he reaches and I, let's see if he does anything with his hands. Yeah. Arm over with that, with that left, pull himself through. Looks like he chops down and look, he has room now inside. So he beat him, he beat him inside. So I like that. Um, the, the, it was handed off a lot of RPOs, uh, with Ole Miss, um, towards the end of the season, they definitely force fed him the ball. Uh, and it's something that both Kyle and I shared in our opinion, uh, watching a couple games. And then I watch obviously a lot more since two weeks ago, uh, to this whole review. Um, you hear a lot of people say they, they force fed him. They built the offense around him. Um, I would say that at the end they did at the beginning, I actually felt that he was underused. He was used too much of as a, as, as a decoy. They ran the ball too much. The quarterback ran the ball too much. Uh, I know I forget the quarterback's name is, I know he's like a top five quarterback next year's draft. Uh, I don't, I see the athleticism, um, but some of his decision-making was brutal, um, in my opinion. Like the Arkansas game, I think he threw like four or five picks that were all really, really bad. Like none of them were like, oh, tip pass. It was bad. But uh, in general, I'm laser focused on, on just a guy I'm watching, but I noticed that the quarterback was not my favorite. Uh, slot right here, uh, attack ball. Again, some of that route running right there. Like it's just, it's the, it's the little things. Okay. Um, and again, um, squares up his, his, uh, the, the defensive back and your short strides again, he just, he's super like, you hear like patient, but sudden, um, in route running. And that's exactly what it is. Patience to, to close up the ground and then short strides sudden with the break. And that, and that just screws up timing of guys. You don't want to see him rush things. Obviously, in some offenses, there's there's time, you need to have a certain timing to get to your spots, and that's why like a lot of like that senior ball stuff. I, I broke it down with Mims last year, and I would probably break it down with with, uh, with more this year. But I just had too many plays. Um, a lot of that stuff, like you have four, five, six seconds to beat your guy in a slant. NFL, you got to beat him in a second or two. So you're not going to be doing all this fancy footwork shit in the NFL um, because you need to be at a certain pace. Because obviously, there's timing. The quarterback's expecting you to be at a certain spot, but. Um, you could still be patient, but sudden, but obviously you have to be aware of the timing of that play. Um, that's why a lot of those like plays where it's like one-on-ones where there's no pressure from, from front four, you could do all that stuff. But here again, patience, foot fire, not even short shots. Cause he's in pretty much in the same spot, but just a quick one, two, three head, not out little head, not outside the corner completely bites outside. Destroys him open on the slant. Now, again, what does he do? Now he attacks the ball. What does attacking the ball do in this play? It, it, it angles him and it, it inside and it screws up the angle of the robber, whoever this is. I wasn't looking before that, but it screws up his angle because he's expecting him to, to continue on his, let's just say slant or it is a slant, but continue on his higher um, trajectory right here. And he's going to meet him uh, 
on that upfield hip, but because he attacks the ball, he tends to loop around guys where their angles screwed up because they're expecting him to be in a certain spot because not all the guys attack the ball like he does. So he's expecting to be on that 40 yard line, that 41 yard line. And now he comes back to the 38 and now he thought he was taking an angle to the upfield hip, um, a proper angle, but it needs to be um, a little bit more conservative because he attacks the ball. So he really sets himself up for a yak really nice again with both the angle and attacking the ball and, and attacking or the soft hands. We know he doesn't bobble, catches the ball, always looks it in, tucks it. Now, again, does that only lead to, to three, four yards? Yeah, but it's still something to note for sure. Obviously the, 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 the patience and closing this ground and then the foot fire uh, really screws up that defensive back. You could, he destroys them. Um, so Great route, uh, good job attacking the ball, good job setting himself up for yak, obviously. Uh, the next play is also another yak play. Right here. Again, nice catch with the one hand. Cool with it. It's a floater, so you should catch this with one hand. Uh, or, or you should be able to catch this with one hand. It's not like it's a, it's a, it has heat on the ball. Um, again, noticing angles. If you're gonna, if you're, if you're more, and you're obviously, it's a lot harder to do in 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 the actual timing of it. Uh, people don't understand how fast this stuff happens, but he's outside. He's gonna break inside. That's that's pretty much all that is. So breaks inside, give him a little stutter, hold him to the outside, breaks the arm tackle again. Good contact balance. Good job getting past arm tackles. Um, he's naturally built low to the ground, so that helps in that instance or in instances like this. Um, so good job breaking that tackle. Now again. That arm tackle kind of spins him, but he notices again. He says like that that those instincts that that innate awareness of where guys are coming. Guy come over the top, ducks under another arm tackle, runs forward, tries to juke another guy. But again, this isn't in terms of like yeah, like oh my god, he's he's you know breaking thousand tackles. And by the way, uh, I'm rambling, but I do want to get those like pens or maybe that computer where I could draw on the screen. Eventually, that will happen. Uh, keep you on those super, super chats, <laughs> subscribe. These are the things I'll be able to do draw on the screen. So I can show you a little bit more in terms of like coverage and whatever, but uh, yeah, good job at the yak one hand juke spin, get under it. And you're, I'm just showing you some ability verse, obviously uh, powerhouse and bam in terms of him breaking tackles, things like that. Obviously they, they, they rallied to the ball pretty quick, but still a good play. Uh, more dig tight hands. Oh, okay. I remember this play. I like this play. He's right here um, in the slot. Wide trips. Gun. A lot of gun. Third down. And I, he doesn't get targeted here, I don't think. No, he does not get targeted. Um, I don't know who that is. Number 11. Um, okay, so again, uh, I really like this route. Um, dry face selling the first five yards, just attacking straight, selling vertical. Now, as he comes into closer quarters with that defensive back, obviously you don't want to just, you want to hold your line, but you don't want to just necessarily run into a guy. Um, but here again, straight angles, a little bit off, off outside. What does that do? Obviously he holds the guy inside this, this defender inside as he stems just straight. And then something to the outside. Now his hips are going to open to 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 uh, match him deep, which again he he affords himself some unique opportunities because of how fast he is. So guys are going to open a little bit earlier versus him than they might other guys. But again, 
stem straight, hold him inside, outside to open his hips. And then you're going to see his hips open and he's going to, he's going to uh, cut underneath of him. So again, vertical inside. Now he's going outside hips open. Now his hips are fully committed deep. Now where does he have room? He doesn't want, he doesn't want to continue to run straight and have to cut through him. Now he wants to cut underneath of him because he opened his hips. So he opens his hips. Um, what does more do? Good route break. You'll see it. You can see that his, you can see that his stride is about two ish yards right here Two, about two, a little bit shorter than two. The, the step before he, he breaks. And again, it's just, it's, it's having the ability to, um, or the, the awareness to slow yourself down to, to obviously if you're running bigger strides, it's going to be harder to stop where if you're running and you're slowing yourself down where at first he might've been selling that hundred or running hundred, but now he's running 90. Um, but because of his speed, the guy's still going to open. So you don't want to, if you, if you can run into a break, obviously just, you know, science mechanics, things like that, would you, are you going to be quicker on a break running 90 or a hundred, obviously 90, 85, whatever it may be. And you're going to see his stride uh, shorten a little bit before he breaks. You see right here how it's like two yards. And then right before the break, it's about um, a yard. You see this strutter here. It's about a yard. There's little things like that you gotta you gotta notice. That's what I'm here to point out to you guys. That's hopefully why you're watching. Um, the the break in terms of the stop step, really good. Again, not not lunging into it. Um, this one he might be a tiny tiny bit, but overall uh, he's not really overly lunging into it. Slams into the ground, condensed over it. Again, you want to be that 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 shoulder over your over your or, or like shoulders and toes and knees pretty much aligned. You want to be really condensed over top of your over top of your step. You don't want to be leaning out of it. You don't want to be completely sitting back because you're sitting back. Um, you're not committing fully to the stop step. You want to commit your whole body into that step. You want to throw your whole body over that foot and get as most as you possibly can or as much as you possibly can out of that stop step. So shorten a stride. Great job. Slams down into the stop step, not lunging into it. Stop. Stop again, committing to both of them. Now he's gonna, I think he's gonna like push off with his right and then push off with his left. So he's using both hands right here. So push off with the right, push off with the left to give himself that extra room inside. And again, he doesn't, the ball, he's not on target here, but I love, I love again, vertical, hold inside, out, open the hips, slam or a short stride, slam down over his knees, over his knees. So you have, sorry, stop, stop, break, break while using his hands. And then look how, look how uh, his drive step is under his body. So even though it's coming to contact, break, drive, look at his drive step, nice and under his frame. And it's going to allow him to get inside tight and, and uh, stand a nice tight line. Again, little things. He didn't even get targeted there, but that's an important route to me watching. I was like, Oh wow. Okay. Nice route. There's some times I was watching. I was like, Ooh, like making sounds and shit sitting there like alone in a room. Wife might be cooking dinner, whatever it may be. I'm like, Oh God damn. Like, what? I'm like, Oh, well, you ran a really good route. <laughs> uh, I made fun of her a little bit of that from her, but, uh, right here, um, in the stack tight inverted slot, whatever you want to call it. I don't really care. And it's easy to use Google formations. I'm not going to spend too much time on it, but that's what I call it. Um, again, um, whether it be like playing a first in first hour here, like a, like a, like a jambo banjo, wherever the hell it is. Um, 
as he breaks inside, this defensive back is responsible for him. Again, whether it be, I'm not going to watch defense many times, you know, uh, man match, zone match, they're a little bit different. Uh, obviously, the man and zone, they're, they're all a little bit different. So, breaks inside, breaks underneath. Hey, this, the switch release. Um, obviously, you know, the, the two becomes the one and the one becomes the two. Switch release. So, they switch. This is just creating a little bit of confusion. The thing that I really, really like about this route, again, and the, the break isn't even the, the sharpest. Again, all with speed, though. Just recognize that while I'm doing this, you know, in slow motion. Everything he does, even though it's not necessarily the tightest, and it's not, and again, I explained it before, it's not, it doesn't have to be the tightest versus what coverage you're facing. The, you know, the, the break we just watched before this play had to be tight. Um, because if it was loose, any, 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 any kind of, uh, obviously, gain two or three more yards more depth, he's taking himself right into the corner. So there's a time to speed break, round your breaks, People will watch a break on a speed cut and be like, oh my God, he rounded it. Yeah, he's, he's supposed to round it. He, it's a speed cut. It's not a square cut. So, um, yeah, again, so breaks inside, switch release. Now, the thing I really, really like about it is the fact that he's bending his route inside. You can see it's, it's angled inside, 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 inside. And this, this defender is going to close ground on him. If he keeps doing that, he's going to get over the top. He's going to try to stack him. What does he do? Um, I think it's like two pressure steps. So instead of just going inside and letting him, letting this corner work to his work to his hips and kind of be on an angle where he could play the dig route, um, he's going to use pressure steps to bend it back into him, to hold him outside, then break inside. Watch. See, that's a little thing. So inside and then right here. One, two pressure steps, break. And those two pressure, you could see that he's starting to come over the top, and then these two pressure steps hold him back outside. Watch, I'll play it in full speed so you can, so you now you can really see that. So inside, pressure up one, two, bam, hold him out, hold him outside. Oh, the balls doesn't go to him, but really, really like those, those pressure steps in the in the route right there. So. Dip less than shoulder top. Oh, uh, okay, he's right here. He's in the slot. I remember this play. Um, by the way, I think I said Michael Carter's coming next. Uh, I still have like six, seven games to watch of him. Uh, my wife's friends are coming down from Connecticut this weekend. So I'm going to have to sneak in as much film as I can, uh, without being a dick, <laughs> but I will be watching film. So I have to, I have to, again, 20 shows and what do we have? 12, 16 weeks. I gotta do, we gotta do so much on this channel. Subscribe. There's an, if you want to learn about this team, again, you can go to the WFENs, you can go to the ESPNs and, and, and watch that and really learn nothing, to be completely honest, or you can actually know about your team. Um, if you're not into that and you think it's boring, that, that's, that's fine. That's, that's, that's your prerogative. But if you want to learn about the team and actually know what you're talking about, uh, sub to Jets X Factor, that's what I'm going to say. So uh, they're pretty wide. It's just a standard slot formation. They're definitely on um, like extended splits. So uh, again, vertical. DB is inside, inside leverage, um, off. So he's just going to stem him um, vertically, hold him inside. He doesn't, he doesn't want to start bending his route outside because, again, what is that going to do? It's in, a, it's in a wide in the corner. You don't want that when he's <clears throat> trying to go to the outside. On a, This is just like a, another one of those like Haas concepts. You see that a lot in college. You see it a lot in, a, in, a, in the NFL. Obviously, you saw the Patriots with that, uh, with that, with that Haas wide juke become really famous <clears throat> for them. So. He runs like the slot fade vertical. And the thing I like about this route is, um, again, hold him vertical, breaks to the outside. Again, speed through his brakes. He's always running fast. 
the thing I really like about this is again, it's, it's the tiny, tiny little things. You see how he's coming into contact right here and his, the DB is, is punching his hands. You don't want to keep an open chest An open chest is going to lead to hands getting into your chest and to lead them controlling you. You want to, um, you want to dip your shoulder. Um, you want to punch through to, to lessen it. Now these, instead of, now instead of hitting your chest where he's going to be able to obviously, you know, uh, generate force to your chest instead of holding back. If it's hitting your shoulder, hitting your back, it makes it, it's a, it's a big difference. So, um, I like how he punches through dip, dips that shoulder a little bit with that left, with that left. You can see right here. You see how he dips his shoulder again. He's just reducing that, that contact window, that contact surface for the DB to punch on. So little things really matter. You know, guys who might not do this in the NFL, in college, it might work, but in the NFL, you're going to go, you're going to get shit daddy. And you're not, and, and this route's going to be completely shut down. Cause he stacked you. So good job with that, with that punching through, dipping that shoulder, reducing that contact window or that contact surface. Winds deep, hands, really subtle hands in his routes, um, which I need to, I might need to, I don't know if I put all this in my strengths and weaknesses, but I'm going to say at the end, we'll see if I have to edit anything for the article. Um, but I'm talking about it now. He's really good at using subtle hands, um, you know, proper uh, catch technique with his hands, things like that. So pushes off, again, it's subtle. And then the ball is a little bit over his head. You see right here, it doesn't touch his hand. Or it might touch his fingertips, but this is not a drop. It's, it's, it definitely touches his hands. So maybe you can say that drop, maybe you don't, but um, the route's what I really like. He caught like, I think it was 97% of his catchable passes per, uh, was like ESPN stats and then for PFF that everybody's recruiting. Um, overall, his hands are really, really good. So this might've been a little bit too far, you know, on his fingertips. Um, I completely disagree with the people who say, and who clearly never played wide receiver. If you touch it, you should catch it. Uh, okay. Touching them with three, three of your fingertips and try to catch a ball. That's going 50 miles per hour. Have fun. Um, so again, good tracking of the ball, good push off right there. It's, it's, it's small, but it's enough. Um, things like that matter. So really good route. Next. Great catch. Okay. Uh, I know this play is there's a, there's an angle of it that it's better on like if you wish to watch your broadcast, but we're not doing broadcasts, obviously for obvious reasons, you can't see shit. So that's what how they thumbs are for switch release. He's going to run a, uh, just a dig. They run this like this mills concept with a dig and the, and the post. Um, and he runs a dig again, not the, not the most sharp cut. Again, you don't want it to be sharp because he's going to take himself right into the freaking the backside of, of this, uh, hook defender, whatever it is, hook the curl, uh, straight hook and breaks inside. Ball is not there. Obviously there's pressure. He did not see him. Um, or he, maybe he, he saw him, but again, the pressure is not allowing him to throw the ball scramble drill. Moore's just going to sit in the open spot right here. Obviously it's open Two contorts his body, throws it to Moore, And again, in stride drags his foot. And it's, the, it, you can see it right here. This black part is literally the nose of the ball. He catches it a millimeter from the turf um, or, or it looks like grass. Yeah, it's grass. Um, a millimeter from the grass right here. And he still doesn't have to stop, doesn't fall into it, nothing. He catches it in stride and still gets yak. Super impressive catch. You know, uncontested, all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. Ridiculous catch. Ridiculous. To be able to pluck that from, look at how close that is to the ground. Millimeter. Doesn't touch the ground. In stride, not he doesn't stop nothing. In stride, catches it, doesn't scrub his feet at all, and continues for another five, you know, eight, ten yards, whatever the hell that was. So uh, his hands are super, super like silky smooth. Uh, it's 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 really nice to see. 
more fine soft spot. Again, he does, he's good at finding soft, those soft spots and zones. Um, he's right here. This is Yoboa. Yeah. Um, who gives a shit though? I'll do I'll do Yoboa in two months. Uh, I got so much to do with the draft. We got ten guys and we got three undrafted guys. I did Isaiah Dunn, or I started to do him and Rashid because on the same team. It's it's kind of easy to just watch. Okay, you know this high view. Look at look at Dunn. Then it, then it cuts to the to the uh, end zone view. You look at Rashid. It's perfect. It's really really nice. So find soft spot. Okay, he just runs a deep over. Deep over. He knows the timing of the offense. If he was going to get hit, he was supposed to be hit by now. He sees that this that this uh, linebacker, safety, whatever it is, is gaining depth in this hook zone. He's going to sit his route down in the soft spot again. And what he does that's good for the quarterback is he shows eyes. Uh, obviously, you want to sit down and you don't want to be keep like necessarily scanning the defense. You want to show your quarterback your eyes. Your eyes show the quarterback, hey, I'm freaking open, throw me the ball. Um, so he shows himself open, shows the quarterback his eyes, sits in the soft spot of the zone. Um. Now, again, showing the quarterback your eyes, sitting in that soft spot, just being aware of the soft spot. Now he catches it. Again, still attacking the ball, coming back to the ball, looking the ball in, looks for yak. No body catches. He's not a body catcher in any sense of the word at all. And that's why his hands are so good. That's why he doesn't drop the ball because his hands are just naturally smooth. Um, and obviously body catches, it bounces off your chest plate and it, and it pops free. That's what happens. So more rocker on corner. Um, He's right here. That is the point. I'm on a scrimmage. Again, he doesn't even win this. Um, but you have the, the man coverage right here from 13. What does he do? Stems a little bit. Looks like he bends a little bit towards him, if not a straight vertical. Um, so drive face. Now what does he do? He has room to the inside. Safety's going to bite down if he, if he breaks inside anyway, but he's tripping up number 13, the defensive back, um, and, he, and he throws him rocker steps. So yeah, he bends a little bit to the outside, it seems like, right there, and he gives him a rocker step. One, two, rocker. So this, that step, that first step of the rocker with that head nod makes this corner, this corner thing, okay, Obviously, head nod. He tried to fake outside. He's driving inside hard. He, he's, run, he's running over. He's running a post. He's running a skinny post. He's running whatever it is. Now the corner's going to drive inside. And after that, that nod outside with that, you know, elbow jam, all that stuff um, on that rocker, the first step of the rocker, one, two. Now, because his momentum is taking this way, he's going to bend it over the top of him, that rocker right there. See how freaking fast that rocker was? Love it. Send towards him, rocker, bang, outside. Now who just went outside? If you obviously, um, if the quarterback was not sacking out of like pressure right here, uh, he bobbled the snap. That's what it was. But let's say he were to be looking at this. Now look who's open on the corner because of what? Because of the rocker, because of that step right there. Corner drive inside hard. Speed to get outside of him. Hell of a route. That is hell of a route right there. Any awareness of that rocker? One, two, bang. Love it. Love that route. Um, next, 19. More sluggo, sell, hit, pop-up. Oh, he gets smacked by the safety here, I think. He runs a sluggo from the slot. Five and – what was that, five? You can run sluggos, obviously, like seven steps, five steps, you know, whatever it may be, depending. 
um, one, two, three, four, fifth step break inside and a one, two, three, probably one, two, three. Yep. Um, look at the standard sluggo. Um, so again, sluggo, what do you want to do? You don't want to, you don't want to break inside. You don't want to be lazy. You don't want to be not running with pace because then the guys are going to know it's a sluggo. Um, you want to sell to slant. And if you break hard inside with a slant, you whip your eyes inside to the quarterback. He's seeing, okay, he ran hard. He ran a slant. He's looking for the ball. He's showing the quarterback his eyes. What is the safety going to do? Or the defensive back, whatever it's going to be, they're going to drive hard. And then you're going to, you're going to, because then they're going to focus on the, on the quarterback to throw and you're going to break outside. So five steps, slow go, three inside. What does he do? Again, peak technique, outside. Now he's going inside. Now the corner is sold. Okay. Safety sold. Okay. Now he's going inside again. You don't want to just run it lazy. Peak technique throws the elbow jam back. He runs a legitimate slant right there. Look for the ball. Another peak technique inside. Now the safety, again, exactly what I, what I said. He sold it to inside. His eyes go back to the quarterback. He's not driving to the upfield shoulder, which you want to play double moves. You want to play it to the upfield shoulder. If he's going to cut upfield, now are going to be on that, on that upfield hip. He's going to cut into you. Um, but that's not what the, the, the safety does. He drives down on it, breaks back outside. Again, and a really hard break outside again, cut, using uh, working off that end step. And again, now his, now his drive step is under his frame. He's going to continue vertical. Vertical. Again, ball is led inside. Um, ideally, you want a little bit outside right here, if anything. Let him adjust to the ball. You know, not throw that hospital ball to that safety. But again, it's, you know, it's a, it's a whatever, 30, 40 yard throw. Let's just say 20, 30. Yeah, like a 35 yard ish throw. Um, catches the ball again. Eyes on the safety. He knows he's taking a shot. Does he give a shit? Nope. Tucks it. Two hands on the ball. Huge shot. What does he do? Does he stay down? Nope. This is where you see that Steve Smith comparison. Like you see like the Santana Moss with like the yak and the ability to win deep. You see the Steve Smith with the, the toughness that he has, the yak ability, all that. Um, the Tyler Lockett, um, I kind of like, a, I think he's a little bit like tougher than Tyler Lockett. So if anything, I'd see like a Santana Moss, uh, Santana Moss, Steve Smith, like mixture. That's what I see in him. Um, and I don't like player comparisons, but I really like those pops up. Gives a little first down. He's not, he takes a massive shot. What does he do? Up, oh, first down. And he draws the uh, unnecessary roughness, whatever it is. Um, so, gotta love it. Play 20. Big shot. Oh, this is a slant. He runs a slant right here. I think he gets actually destroyed. He stays down on this one. But again, if you get the wind knocked out, you get the wind knocked out of you. If, um, if you never played football, if you never had that wind knocked out of you, I'll pop up. Get the wind knocked out of you first and see how you feel. You feel like your lungs are getting getting uh, squeezed by something. They, they reached into your into your your stomach and grabbed your lung into your chest and grabbed your lung and they're squeezing it. Have fun getting up. Um, and I don't know if it's just me. Um, I see a lot of people talking shit about the jersey numbers. People who care about them. I, it's just an aesthetics thing for me. I like different numbers. Like I hate like when I thought Michael Carter, the running back, was running thirty. It's like that's a gross running back number. Thirty-two is not as bad. It's like that's like a standard running back number. I think the people who hate the number thing and don't really give a shit about it, um, more of the people than not, it's usually the people who do not play football. Um, I see a lot of people who I know who like play football and they they love seeing jerseys because like that was a big day for football players. Like you go in and pick your jersey. You know maybe the senior who left left your number. Now you. Now you're the senior. You get to pick the number that you wanted. Like I, I've always loved numbers. It's just an aesthetics thing. I, I think people who didn't play sports a lot don't care about the numbers, but it's a big thing to me. I, you know, not huge, but I love seeing the numbers. The Jets need to freaking release the, 
official numbers. You know, they do. Um, looks like Zach Wilson's number two. I'm okay with it. I don't hate it. Um, the one's a little bit too skinny on those on those jerseys. Um, but the eight for Elijah Moore is awesome. I'm hoping Mims changes a five, but we'll see. Um, okay, slot right here. Again. Dry face, selling vertical. Little jab outside head nod. What does he do? Like the, 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 the he's really good with his arms too. You see his arm, like, and I and I say this with some receivers, you see you see their arms and their brakes really kind of get get loose and, and and not tight to them, and it leads to not a sharp break. So look how tight his arms always are. Um, that's a re- one of the reasons too. He's it's like aerodynamic, and obviously, if you're running an inside break, if you're going to fake to the outside, you want to pull your arm in the way you're going backwards, like that elbow jam. Again, to just to just throw momentum back to allow your hips to open up. And what does he do here? Tight arms, break. He's going to throw this elbow back, allow him to break inside easier. Safety drives down. Ball's coming. What's going to happen here? He's going to get freaking lit up. But what does he do? Still attacks the ball. Is not going to alligator arm it. He's going to take a shot. He knows he is. He does not care. I love how physical he is. For a guy who's 5'9", it's ridiculous. Big shot. He's down. He had the wind knocked out of him. Guarantee it. But guess who just made the catch? Guess who just ran a good slant route, um, didn't alligator arm it. Because listen, you alligator arm it, you're still gonna balls gonna touch you. You're still gonna get, you're still gonna get lit the frick up. You just gotta catch the ball. It's it's easier said than done. It takes it takes some big gojones. Uh, that's for freaking sure. So love it, absolutely love it. More comeback top. Okay, watch him on the top. Again, you see the speed off the line. It's acceleration. All of it's 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 good. It's it's gonna scare corners. Uh, especially in college, but definitely in the NFL as well. Vertical. Now let's see the route. Again, you can see that he's not lunging into that. It's more slamming down. It's not overextended. You see some of that bend. Um, you see some of that bend in that knee right here. You see guys who are overextended into it. And again, when you're, when you're throwing yourself over your toe, it doesn't, it is not conducive to breaking uh, sharply. So um, stop step. Uh, he could have sunk a little bit more into it. He's a little tiny bit higher here. Um, you could argue you could top a little bit more into it. But again, when you're running that fast vertically, you're not going to be the tightest. Like because he's so fast and he's and, he, and he's really pumping his arm right here and selling deep. This guy's opening up, so he gives himself some some room. So um, still a good stop step over it. Kind of at a little bit more over top of it, but stop stop. Then two breaks outside. Um, it's sharp break. You'll see it. You'll see it in full in full speed. I'll sh- I'll show the how how sharp that break is. You can see he gets out of that really quick. And obviously the ball is not there, but um, the only the, the only thing I would say with this right here is is I would like to see three stops, one stop, two stop, three stops. Uh, he's leaning out of it a little bit early. You can see right there. You want to see full commitment to one, two, three, and then your then your fourth step right here is going to um, be that pivot step. So you have three stops, a pivot, and then you're going to break on your what's that? Your fifth step um, on that break step. So one, two, three, stop, one pivot, and then you really want to get off the instep of this though. Um, so, be, but because he kind of doesn't commit to that third step, commit, commit leaning out of a little bit you want to see that third really stop and then pivot 
break. So there's a tiny bit of dead time at the top of that route. It could have been even sharper. Um, but the fact that he's running this with the speed he does, even with not necessarily the best forward and kind of leaning out of that, that break a tiny bit early. Um, again, I'm nitpicking the shit out of that, but I'm just talking about uh, just around general. Like it, it, it's a great route. Could have been even sharper. Um, he has a ridiculous ability to run really good routes. Um, dig speed run through. Okay. Someone similar that we've seen already. Uh, these right here. Okay. Again, switch releases. He's in a lot of this guy to come underneath of him. So he's in a, he's in a bend it to the outside. Um, just allow to allow that switch release with that mesh, which gets held up right here, um, which is probably by design. So bends it outside again, speed cut inside. It's not, it's not, it's not a square cut because he's playing off coverage again. If he's, if he's, if he's square cuts, this guy's going to break down on it. Um, so you want to run that route with pace, with speed. And again, it's still a, a pretty sharp break. Um, it's, it's still a, a, you know, even with him breaking off of his inside foot, which I don't necessarily love, um, break on the inside foot, it's still like a three, four yard break. And it's sharp enough. And it's all with speed. Now, again, what happens? Runs through the catch, not, not a body catch, nothing like that. Tight hands, look it in and immediately tucks the ball for yak. Doesn't have to slow down, no body catch, nothing like that. So um, good, oops, sorry, good speed on it. Oops, sorry, wrong guy. Again, even though the sharps aren't the, the most sharp, or the cuts aren't the most sharp, um, he still runs them with speed. And again, already talked about the square cut versus uh, the speed cut thing. You don't necessarily need to break down right there. 23. For the top, what is this, Yak? Hitch? Yep. Again, not, not, I don't need to break down much of the route. Um, he sees that it's corner bailing. It does not need to be the sharpest break. It, does not, it doesn't really matter. As long as you're going to be there for your quarterback, um, it's fine. So we're not breaking down the route right there. Um, one's a hitch, catch, two hands on the ball, tuck it away. Tuck it away. Break inside, break one arm tackle. Another guy comes with a, a poor tackle attempt over the top, breaks that contact balance. And again, that gains him another five, six, seven, seven, eight yards. So just a little example of Yak on that hitch. Sluggo. Right here? He's right here. Pretty sure that's him. Yep. Okay. Slow goes from the slot. Um, cover three. Now again, what happens? Breaks inside. Peaks. Peak technique. Peaks to the quarterback. Now what does that safety do? We're going to see him. Eyes on more, right? Exactly what we're talking about. Eyes on more. Watch what happens. More breaks inside. Looks back to the quarterback. Now where does eyes go? Inside. It's exactly what you're supposed to do. Now he thinks, okay, I'm going to cut him off. I'm going to pick this ball off. Break, drive, right back upfield. Wide open. There are some pressure series on targeted deep, but that's easily 
um, a touchdown right there. If it's timed well, right here, it's a touchdown. Just lead him vertical. He'll run underneath of it. So great sluggo, some pressure. Uh, he's not targeted, but hell of a job with that peak it back inside and the break back up feels good too. Um, wind deep, subtle hand, uh, right in the bottom right here. A little stutter go. Sell vertical. And again, um, the good thing about this too is he starts at the top of the numbers and you can see him bend it outside a little bit. This corner is bailing. Uh, if you're bailing, if like those zone eyes, those zone turn, you really want your eyes to be on the, well, you can have your eyes on the quarterback and the receiver at the same time. I don't necessarily love shuffle bails and things like that. Um, but this corner does not play this properly. He needs to be outside leverage to have eyes on both. Um, at least, you know, inside on the corner peripheral or vice versa or whatever, however you're taught to play it um, at Arkansas, I think it says. So he's going to stem. You see how we went from top of the numbers to a little bit outside. What is he doing? Attacking the blind spot, attack the blind spot. He's going to stutter in the blind spot. What does that do? Slows down the corner. Now he's going to beat him deep. If you're, if he's five yards away and you're stopping your feet, you're, he's gone. It doesn't matter who the corner is unless he has a elite makeup speed. And again, what does he do here? So to the bottom of the numbers, stutter, attack that blind spot, slows the corner down, corner realizes, oh shit, he's running deep. Quarterback's throwing inside. Now, the good thing I'd like that he does right here too is he doesn't just he doesn't just keep going outside because then he's gonna kind of uh, condense the throwing window. He's gonna stay inside. And if he if the throw is over the top of the numbers, he could work towards it. If it's outside, then great. Then he then he could, then he can adjust. But he wants to, um, what he does right here is work back to the corner, push off to allow himself that that, that even more room. Where if he was just to bend it outside, then maybe the corner, you know, um, works to him. Obviously, the the, the throwing window is condensed, etc. I just talked about. So, hand on the back, a little bit of a push off. It's so it's minuscule. It's not going to get called in NFL. It's not going to get called in college. Creates extra room. Ball's overthrown. Again, the quarterback, it's I'm not a huge fan of him. It is a it is a long throw. Um little pop step off of that front foot. I don't like that throw. Yeah, not the best throwing mechanics right there from the quarterback. We're not here to break him down. Uh you want to see this ball outside or vertical, not completely inside. So he wins deep and the ball's overthrown. So you saw a couple of touchdowns. Um the last couple of plays that were not thrown to him. Speed and route. Okay. He's in the bottom right here. Auburn. Again, just to speed out part of this uh like hawk concept. And uh this guy's this this receiver vertical is obviously um most likely the first read. If he beats a vertical, throw it. If not, and what does he do? He pulls this cloud corner, the corner, man corner, whatever it is. They don't know the defense necessarily. Um, pulls him, and it's going to isolate this uh, slot corner, linebacker, safety, whatever it is, on Moore. Um, so Moore, again, speed off the line, shoulders down. Doesn't need a square cut. If he square cuts, he's going to be able to work over the top. He's going to speed cut outside. Bang, right outside. Speed in it. Bends it about two, three yards. It's fine as long as you get speed through it and you're going to beat him to the outside. 
catch. You see that speed literally tripped up that, that, that defensive back. He can't keep up with him. He's, he's getting his weight over his toes because he's trying to keep up with more. It's not going to happen. Just speed. That's all it is. Touchdown. It's fine. Play off of him. Speed cuts. Have fun keeping up unless you're really good at anticipating. Uh, short stride under frame. Obviously spelled that wrong. Um, he is right here in the stack. In the slot. Gun, obviously. Switch release. He's running out underneath those two verticals. Yeah, fourth down, fourth and five. Um, <laughs> looks like they're bracketing too. If he cuts inside, uh, this linebacker is going to take him. If anything, this 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 corner defensive back uh, should have played outside leverage and made him cut inside. Um, but he does not. He plays more heads up. More switch release, spends it inside, squares him up, eats up the cushion. Again, you don't want to you don't want to be doing this too far away because then it's not going to threaten him as much. He gets towards him, foot fire, short stride. This is a little bit more of a foot fire because he's really staying in place when he does it. Not inside, break, break, working off the instep, drive step underneath of you. Arm comes over the top to chop down that hand. Break outside. Ball's a little bit behind him. Catch. Now he still has a yard to go for that first down. What does he do? Make sure, make, makes sure to catch turn immediately upfield because if he doesn't, if he doesn't, guess what? Turnover on downs. Catch, make sure to turn upfield for that extra two yards. Yard. Great job. More. Um, Vanderbilt now, uh, pull yak shoulder dip. Okay. So this guy's going to run a curl and he's going to run a seam could be a bender. Uh, but it's a pull concept. It's like a vertical stretch again. At least that's what I, unless I labeled it wrong. Yeah. Pull concept. Okay. So he's working to roast a defender with heavy inside leverage. What's he going to do? Stem vertical. He's heavy inside leverage. He's going to bend it outside of him to, to work into this open, the open grass. He doesn't want to work right into him because then he's going to be completely uh, over the route, stack the route. So over it, you see how we again dips the shoulder, rips through um, to again, like I said before, lessen that contact area that the corner has to work on as he's, as he's widening into the flat right there. He's that cloud cover three. You work into a soft spot. This, this pull holds him outside. This DB is still working towards it. So he worked past the curl to flat into the open spot. Quarterback throws the ball. Again, he's super aware of what's around him. Catch the ball, hard angle over the top. Where is he going to cut? He doesn't want to try to squeeze through this. He doesn't have the speed to. There's two guys over the top. He's going to cut underneath. Catch, boom, underneath. From full speed to catch up to that ball to stopping in a yard. <laughs> like, look, ready? Like a little bit of a pop step with that up upfield foot, catches it at the 33, 34, and cuts at the 35. He's going full speed. Gets him an extra 10. Oh man, this is this is beautiful. So just watch the speed in this. Stop inside. Another 10, break one tackle, another tackle, spin off of a guy, carry another guy, another 15 yards right there. That yak right here is beautiful. 
He does not go down easy. He's going to keep churning. Guy on his back. Trucks another guy. <laughs> Spin out of that. Another guy on his back. Foot drive, foot drive. Another guy on his back. Three guys on his back. Pulling him. I love it. That is that is awesome. One more time for in full speed. Just appreciate that yak, that shoulder dip. Catch, stop. Ooh. Man, his film is pretty. That is for sure. 20 plays left. That was 28. Uh, sluggo. Another sluggo. Uh, to the top. Yeah, to the top. Same thing. It's, 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 it's all the same, but it's, it's the best way to run a sluggo. One, two, three. Is the three sluggo. Three, three. One, two, three. Yeah, three, three. So it's a little bit of a shorter sluggo. But again, what happens? He head nods outside, elbow jams, everything. Selling it like a real slant, not not a bullshit half-hearted slant. Sells it like a slant. What does that do? Corner's looking at him. Oh, it's a slant. Where are my eyes going? Inside now. Inside. You can see the helmet. Inside. They're on more. He's not working his upfield shoulder. Guys in the NFL, um, ideally, are going to work to the upfield shoulder. And then and, and once you're breaking that angle, then you can peek inside a little bit if you want. Again, it's a little bit risky, but he sells that slant, eyes inside, come over the top. Now, where does he do? Now, what does he do? His momentum's going inside. He has room to the outside. Break, working off the instep. Dry foot onto the frame. Condensed over his toes. Beat him deep. Track the ball, touchdown. Hell of a sluggo again. Uh, he's dangerous on that stuff. You can run slants, obviously, really well. But if you're going to bite down hard on that slant, watch out for the sluggo coming. It's going to happen in the NFL. Guarantee it. Uh, curl, pivot step, tack ball. Uh, I think it's right here. So it's a good route, I believe, on this one. But again, I, th I think you can clean up a tiny bit. You see a little bit of dead time at the top right here. Just this. So... Again, slam down into it. The stop step right there. Shoulders come over the toes. If stop, stop. Um, hold on. One, two. It's kind of far to see. Stop, stop. Um, yeah, the only thing I'm going to say with this is. Um, I, I want to see him get that pivot step turned a little bit more. You see that third step at the inside, the right stop, stop pivot. When the foot is, it's kind of angled like, like here, like towards the DB. Ideally you want that pivot step to be completely sideways because now you're allowing your hips to work over that toe. Whereas if it's again, kind of like a running back cut, whatever it may be, if it's pointed straight, your hips are gonna have a hard time working over your toe where if it's more outside, you're allowing your hips to turn. So um, I want to see that pivot step step to turn a little bit more. You really want that like working off the instep. Um, and then you're going to drive on that break step. So it's going to be stop, stop, pivot, break, and stop, stop, pivot. I just want to see that step turn more. It's a little bit too straight. And that's why there's a little bit of dead time at the top because he's not allowing his hips to completely come through. But again, still not a bad break. I'm just saying in terms of being nitpicky and what you can prove on the NFL and what it will work on in the NFL with his rider super coaches and things like that, taking his wrap breaks from, from, an A to an A plus is going to be little things like that. Still a really good break. Obviously watch, watch the speed. He breaks at this. Not a bad break at all, but an attack on the ball is, is fantastic there, but he could improve with that pivot step.
nitpicky as hell. That is not a, he's not a bad route runner. Do not, do not get crazy. Uh, so yeah, it sounds directly in hitting the dome. Uh, all right. Overhand usage attack ball. Screw up the timing of this a little bit, obviously. Okay. Slot right here. Yep. Oh yeah. Okay. So we have another similar situation um, with this one where he's going to one run a great over route um, and then two attack the ball. So 23 is responsible. Bends it inside. What does he do now when you're running over route, if he's going to be coming over the top of you, you don't want to just, just continue to break inside because what is he going to do? He's going to work to your near shoulder. And now the ball is going to get intensive. You want to run an over out. You want to get inside leverage. You want to pressure step or, 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 or take it vertical into him and then break exactly what he does. Oops. Sorry. A little bit fast. Takes it inside. Now, instead of him just allowing him to work over the top, what does he do? Pressure step one, two, out. Well, sorry, hold on. It's more like one pressure step, two pressure step, three. So that's so that's what it is. It's a little bit like it's like a little bit like glitchy right here, just because there's a it's a bigger window. So I'd be really precise with my hand to freaking be able to rewind this. And I'm sorry if it's a little. It's it's not like it looks when you're watching it like it's um lagging, but it's not. It's just it's just doing it frame by frame. So take it inside. Bend it back into him. One, two pressure steps. Three. Some people call that like a staircase too. Like stair steps, pressure steps, stair steps, um, whatever you want to call it. So climb to hold him inside. Lean into him. Hold that line. Break. Break on the right foot. Drive step underneath the frame. Now what does he do? Now he, he just afforded himself this room. Whereas if he were to just continue running this over without bending it back into him, bending it back vertical, he would be over the top. So really, really good understanding of how to create room for himself inside right here by, by holding his line right there and taking it back vertical. Good break, sharp break. Ball is um, a little bit late right here. Ideally, you want it like here. You want, to throw, you want the ball out already. Takes the quarterback a second and has to see it open right there. Um, I don't know how his progressions went, so I don't want to criticize him too much, but ball's a little late to more regardless. What does he do? Not a, not a body catcher. Not going to wait for it to come to him. If he waits for it to come to him, maybe this, this defensive back gets this hand in, attacks the ball, hands tight, catch, tuck in traffic. It makes the, uh, makes a good reception. Obviously again, timing of it, nice tight hands, catches the nose of the ball. Not an easy catch to make, but he does it. Hell of a play. Play 32 of 48. Sluggo from the slot right here. Inverted slot. It's, I don't really have to explain it. If you've been paying attention this entire time, it's the same thing. With this being a one, two, three step sluggo, three by three. Oh, this one. One, two, three. Yeah, another three by three. It's a little bit of a shorter, tighter sluggo. You have the fives. Five by threes, five by fives, it depends. So break inside, what does he do? 
sells his eyes, sells the eyes, sells the eyes. What does his corner do? Eyes on, eyes on more, eyes on more, eyes to the quarterback. Now he has that peripheral vision of saying, oh shit, he's breaking up field way too late. If you're going to be driving inside or towards the ball, even flat and more is three, four yards away from you. And he's, and he's taking a vertical, uh, good luck catching up. Obviously the ball is under thrown right there. So he, he does catch up, but, um, another hell of a sluggle by him. Um, he's dangerous on those logos because obviously his speed in his routes, the ability to sell it, it's all upper tier. Um, sorry, I can't play on, play on speed drop on the hell that means he's right here. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he, again, this is where you're like, this is another situation where he's, he's showing like he's running a hundred, but he's only really running 80 and that kind of or, or like 80, 85. And that gets the corner to kind of be comfortable and sit on it. And then he accelerates as he breaks outside. So watch. You can see he's not running full speed right there. A little bit shorter of strides, high knees. This is what Marcus and I talk about a lot when he does these breakdowns with me. See how his knees are high. He's really selling like he's really pumping hard into that, but shorter strides. You can tell he's not really running full speed as soon as he breaks to the outside. And what does that do again? Holds him inside, flat-footed. He's not running full speed, uh, but he's showing like he is. So he's making the corner, com uh, the corner comfortable. Breaks outside, turns on the jets. Now you can see the extended stride. Short strides, hold him inside, hide knees, extended try to beat him outside. Now he's running 100. That's all I'm pointing out right there. Shorter, bang, outside, accelerate. Completely just destroys him. Ball's underthrown. Uh, okay, so the ball's underthrown, and I don't know if this is a – like it's really hard to tell on this angle – I cannot tell if the corner got his hand in there or not. Um, it looks like it might've went off his fingertips. So it might've been a drop right here. Again, one or two drops of all these plays I'm watching. Not a, not a big deal, but he beats him deep again. Great job with the play on speed behind these, uh, whether it be a drop or a PD, I, I cannot tell right there. It's, it's hard to tell. looks like it might've been a drop. If I had to bet one or the other, it might've been a drop. Um, but should happen. So you're going to drop a ball or two. Even Larry Fitzgerald's best hands like NFL history has a drop or two a year. Um, I actually think there were some years where he didn't have one drop. Okay. Uh, did I bring up this play again? Short shot acceleration? No, no, no I didn't do that yet. Similar play. <laughs> it's literally the same thing. Um, th this one's a little bit, he, he breaks it down a little bit more at the top um, instead of just using those like, those like, which he does again, which High knees, not fully into it, but he, again, making the corner comfortable. He's squatting. You think the corner would learn and maybe make a break inside right here. So he eats up that ground. Now, instead of just going 80 into 100, he goes 80, 85 into short striding, frees the feet outside. So it's a little bit different, but it, it works the same. It works the same way. It's just making him comfortable, making his feet, uh, freezing the, the feet. Your, if your feet are frozen, Jesus, tongue twisters. Um, Versus more again, good luck. So stems towards him, short strides. Um, with that bam step inside, which is really just that 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 break with that head nod and elbow jam going opposite. It's really all bam step is. You have the stack bam steps. We have stair steps. We have a bunch of stuff we're talking. Um, the stair steps are really when you're running into a guy or you're running, running towards him and then, or, or you're running inside of him and you're going to take it back vertical and then inside. 
to what people refer to as some stair steps. Um, pressure steps is more in their off. If you're going to differentiate that, that's fine. Um, and I, I usually do, but whatever. Um, so towards them, short strides, bam step, back outside, full speed. Destroy them. Again, full speed, it's, it's a nice play. Do not let your feet get lazy versus more. It's just not going to happen. Not going to be a good play. 35. Contested catch. Uh, slot right here. Again, he's playing versus off coverage. It does not be the sharpest break. Do not do not misconstrue that. Oh, it's a it's a bad break, all this stuff. Um, you could argue the only thing I could say is, um, and again, it's, 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 um, it's an RPO. Um, it's an RPO on this play. So he's reading more and he's reading this, he's reading the linebacker. If the linebacker is going to, uh, to press a little bit on the line, he's going to throw it to more because it's off coverage. Um, but good RPO call. And you could argue that you'd maybe want more to break it. You want to break it a little bit more flat right here. You want to flat it out just a little bit. Um, to, to create more room away from a DB because a DB in the NFL, get good ones. Um, it, it doesn't put this, this bad, actually. He takes a good angle to the upfield shoulder, gets his hand in. Um, I, I would say that you want to, you just want to see it a little bit more flattened right here. I think he, he takes it a little bit too vertical. Um, but again, contested catch is, is able to, to, you know, show the strength in the hands and bring that ball in. So, uh, the only thing I would criticize is, uh, how, uh, it wasn't as flat as you'd prefer it to be um, working from that off coverage or working that off coverage defender, off man, whatever it was. <clears throat> uh, post open, he's right here in the slot again. But again, don't, don't, he's not, he's not just a slot guy. He's not just a gadget guy. He's a guy who could be playing a slot. He could be a gadget guy. He could be a yak guy. He could literally line up in the backfield as a running back um, with Michael Carter, whoever it may be. Um, he could play X, he could play Z, like he could do everything. That's he's he's a he's a do it all type receiver. Uh, a little knot outside, I love it. Okay, so he's running this post versus an off man. What does he do? Stems towards him, bends it outside. One step, two steps, third step, he's gonna break. What does that do? Opens the corner up inside. That's all it's doing. This guy is his DB coach is not going to be, he, he keeps playing way too flat footed. Uh, he needs to get a little bit of a pedal right here. Um, but flat footed stems towards him. The steps outside, open his hips up outside. Again, obviously allowing him to break underneath of him on that post. So almost, almost looks like a more of like a, not, it's not a corner post. It's not a nod post, but it kind of looks like one. He just, he just bending outside to, to make him open up like that. So um, it wasn't by design. I'm sure that this is just him doing it by himself, but um, hell of a job just just reading the defender, reading that he's staying you know over the top and inside a little bit, opening him up. Again, sharp break, drive step under him, elbow jam, throwing himself back again, allowing himself to kind of activate his core to turn back inside. Sharper break inside, post it's wide open, but quarterback uh, doesn't see him. I don't know if the quarterback was looking at the other side first. Looks like he probably was. Uh, versatile lineup in backfield. Oh, okay, these are just two plays lined up in the backfield. I remember putting this in my article. Um, they just run this toss to him outside. And again, it's it's nothing crazy in these two plays. It's just showing that he was lined up in the backfield and stuff like that. I just want to show the versatility. 
Um, obviously, there's a lot of pressure coming from the inside. He angles off outside. This this corner is going to want to squeeze him back inside, force him back inside, so he's going to maintain outside leverage. Um, Moore obviously knows that, breaks outside and gives him a little crossover or like a rocker. Um, rocker's more in route running. This is more as a crossover, whatever. Whatever want to call it, I don't give a shit. So, rocker, one, two. Look how condensed he is over that leg. Look how condensed his body is. Again, being condensed over your legs like that leads to sharper breaks. Inside, two hands on the ball. These are all little things, but they matter. Um, he obviously could have got tackled here at the, you know, at the 42, but he, he leads, you know, he gets himself up to the 47. So he created himself another four or five yards. But um, the thing I really like about this is not even that, because yeah, I, I see that he can break guys' ankles. Look at this guy. <laughs> I should freeze frame that and take a picture. This is what more does to guys in the open field. But um, the thing I really like about this play, obviously the juke is the pretty stuff. I like that he knows there's pressure coming from the inside and he puts two hands on the ball. That this is, these are things that run, little, little running backs have to do. So he's playing that awesomely. Putting two hands on the ball as you come into contact. A lot of receivers, loose ball, running, ball gets popped out. This is why he doesn't fumble. This is why the you know, overall ball security with him is, is great. Next play, um, he's lined up in the backfield again. Running back play right here. Um, they run mid-outside mid zone. Um, don't think it's not outside zone or, or zone because this, this, he steps back to that guy that's not, that's not true. Uh, if there's no guy right over the top of him in this A-gap, um, he could be taught to, to work to the backside right there because he's not going to be able to reach this guy. So, um, again, what does he do? Takes the handoff. His first read's outside. This guy, again, so it's, it leads me to believe it's mid to outside zone, especially the track he's taking. Um, outside leverage, outside leverage. Now where's his eyes going to go? He knows his eyes are outside leverage. His eyes, his eyes are going to go to the nose tackle. You're going to see right here. Eyes outside, eyes to the nose tackle. Nose tackle is um, outside leverage on the center. He presses up towards the line of scrimmage. Nose tackle uh, guesses inside because he's pressing up towards the line of scrimmage. What does that do? Opens up the A-gap. So outside, inside, presses up towards the line of scrimmage. Nose tackle stacks and, and guesses inside now. What does he do? Cut outside. He sees that A-gap. I can guarantee you he sees that A-gap. He just doesn't want to cut through it because if he cuts through it, when it's open, when it's like wide open right here, what happens? Now he's going to be tired to this guy. Maybe he gets, maybe maybe he uh, is able to, you know, to to shed and get an arm on him and tackle him. Now maybe these guys on the outside, um, who are who are more stacking, are going to work over the top. He wants to obviously he avoided this guy. He doesn't want to be too tight to that guy. He's he's a he's aware of his of his lane spacing, um, and him bending and kind of. Flat into the outside. These guys stay more outside. He opens up the A-gap even more for himself. That's what I see um, in running backs. And, like, there's a lot of running backs you'll see, and I'll criticize them, who don't – and uh, who have that, like, that, that lane awareness where they'll just hit the lane as soon as it's open, and guys will, will, will shed and be able to tackle them. You want, you want to see running backs, especially at a college level going to the NFL, who might have an open lane and open up that lane even more. Um, not that that was not on purpose, but more opens his lane more. Um, I'll say it now. So outside, boom, holds these guys outside. This guy's already held inside wide open a gap because he opened himself uh, up for it again. Now, what does he do? Comes into, he knows he's coming into contact. What happens? Two hands in the ball, two hands in the ball, two hands in the ball. Security. Freaking awesome. Uh, hold on. All right. Next play. Here we go. About 10 plays, 11 plays left. More catch. Um, right here. You can see him. 
like motion, a lot of motions, a lot of things like that for him. Um, more of like a pole type concept again, right here, vertical stretch. Good job again. He starts from closer to the bottom of the numbers and what does the corner do? Bail, shuffle. He's gonna work into the blind spot. Corner's gonna lose him. Lose the eyesight. Where does more break? In that blind spot. Corner, oh shit. Guess he realizes that he's not running with him anymore. Sees the quarterback going to throw the ball. His eyes are inside. Moore is right here on the outside. Um, now, again, not an easy catch. You're going to see it from this angle. Sideline awareness, hands. <laughs> if that's not body control on the sideline, sideline awareness, I don't know what is. So, um, great play right there. Uh, hold on a second. This is hand. I'm actually putting this stuff in here. I don't know if I put that in there. Again, I'm going to read at the end, and it might, I might have repeated myself, but you're going to say at the end. I, I literally just put those three things. I don't know if I put in there before. <clears throat> um, three strengths. 39, more, more stack bam step. Okay. He's coming from this side right here. Play action. What is he, what is he going to run? It's an over. Okay. So again, similar situation we talked about before. He doesn't want to just continue to run over and let this guy work into his hip pocket. You want to fight force with force. And obviously, um, if you're leaning into a guy, one that's taking less momentum into your break because you're more of your pressure going into him. So you're slowing yourself down while you're holding him outside instead of you running away from him and having to break, let's say at a hundred percent of your own force, to get inside now you're now you're throwing let's say again i'm just like throwing out random freaking numbers but it's i'm trying to like explain the mechanics to you now you're throwing 25 percent of yourself into him which is taking 25 percent of, of his break into you so instead of in, instead of him going 100 percent in, into the break now you're taking 75 percent of it um i'm not explaining that well but i think you guys know what i'm trying to say it's it's somehow it's sometimes hard instead of you running away from him and being 100% of your own break um, and him breaking through it 100% as well, now you're taking 25% off of your break, so it's, you're less burden on yourself while you're taking 25% of his, of his momentum into that break. Does that kind of make sense? I hope it does. Um, so good job holding his line. Again, bending it back into him. So you're going to see it bend it back into him, hold his line, hold his line, hold his line. And you're going to see a stack bam step. With the head nod outside, aggressive step outside. Again, that's just that's just showing him the flash of that outside. He thinks he thinks he's gonna break to the outside right here or to the to the right side. Inside. You see how he loses him? That stack bam step because he's really head nodding like he's gonna go inside. Um, again, he can't see it's that's not slow frame by frame like we're watching right here for that corner. So that corner sees that flash of the helmet outside and it's gonna hold him inside. So Again, great job holding your line, working back into him, working back into him, working back into him. Bam step. It's an exaggerated break inside. I'm just flashing that helmet with that peak. It's like a it's like a peak. It's the it's the step. Um, it's all the above is a bam. Is a bam, all of it all or all of those together is a bam step. Tripping over my words in this play. Chris creates that room for himself. 
wide open. Again, balls not go to him, but this is two yards that he just created because, again, bent it back up, held his line, bam step. Awesome. Okay. 40 versatility. 40 of 48. Line up in the backfield again. I can I could easily see, see this being Elijah Moore, Michael Carter. Um, obviously, you know, Coleman, if he's like the not the 2020 version, I'm I'm still gonna break down that film again. Uh did I already say that? I still have, yeah, I still have all those guys to go. Uh, I'm going to do, I think I'm going to do Croft and Coleman, do like shorter reviews on them. I don't think you guys really care to watch Feeney, to be completely honest. And I think the Jets are going to sign a corner. So I think there's going to be another breakdown in there as well. Um, but I'm just interested to see what happened with Coleman. I know he battled injuries and stuff last year, but how was he used? Why was his 19 versus 20 so different in terms of yards per carry? But uh, I, I, you know, the backfield went from below average, you know, to, to bad, to be completely honest, to pretty average, which is good. Like, I think Carter could be your number one, but I don't think he's going to take a lion's share of the snaps. Like, he might take 50% of the snaps in the game, and then you sprinkle in, you know, Ty Johnson, Coleman, and I think Josh Adams and uh, P. Ryan are fighting for that fourth spot. Um, or maybe I think maybe Coleman's in there too. He might get cut too, but I think Ty Johnson's a lock and then three guys for two spots. Um, but you're going to see this with the Jets. You're going to see him in the backfield. You're going to see him in the slide. You're going to see him XC, all this stuff, like I said. Jet sweeps, orbit motions. So another outside zone. The lead outside zone, boss, boss outside zone with him just taking anything to the outside. Again, just awareness of space. Nothing, nothing crazy right here. He's running the outside. He sees this guy outside. He sees him inside. So Inside hat or inside hat, outside hat. Where's the, where's the bubble? It's right here. That's where it's, that's where it's going to open. He notices that cuts up in that bubble. So that's what you're doing. Re reading helmets cuts up again, awareness of space. He doesn't take it too wide. He knows, um, he, he notices this, uh, this defender. So he stays tight to the, what is that? The, the right guard upfield. Again, peripheral vision. What does he see? Safety coming over the top. He cuts it underneath of him. Again, just as a runner, like he's legitimately a, a deep, like he, he could, if he just played running back, he's a draftable running back. Like maybe he's like a, I don't know, like a Javian Hawkins type guy, like a, like a speed, smaller guy, you know? Um, but he has legitimate running back skills. Like I showed it on a couple of plays. Like it's not, it's not a facade. Um, there are legit things he's doing right there. So, uh, route feet hands. Okay, right here. He's the number three of this uh, this uh, trips or bunch. Sorry. Again, just on that. It's just an out. Um, but he's pressing the point, and then these guys are just playing first in, first out. He's going to be responsible for more. Again, this is on fourth down too. So, um, more kicks around inside. He's so – his, his awareness and route running is so good. He's running the out, but what happens? If he just takes this route vertical and tries to break outside, the, this defender who has outside leverage and who's squatting over the top is going to be there. So, what does he have to do? To be able to afford himself the room outside, he has to move this guy either vertically or move him inside. So instead of just running straight out, I'm running the out. He bends his route inside, bends around inside. What does that do? Open it up the hips. Hips are opened. Now what is he going to do? Break inside. 
stop. And he's not even making like a, I, I suck at angles. I, I don't know them. He's not making a, a, just a straight, like, let's just say like a, you know, a straight square cut. He's actually cutting and having to turn even more than just a straight square cut because he's going inside. So again, slam that stop step, stop, break, hands come up. He, he, uh, he wipes or chops that elbow. Looks like he just chops at it. Um, because he chops at the elbow and the elbow is coming towards the shoulder, it looks like it's stuck on his shoulder a little bit. If anything, you want to chop down to, to at, at that at that uh, the natural pivot point at the elbow. Um, but still, it's effective. Leaning in, and again, not he's not he's not or he's not lunging into that stop step. He's over top of it. It's going into the ground. His force is going down, not over. like a club, and then this arm punches through and down too, I think actually, which is nice. Look at that sharpness of that break. Look how bad he just beat that corner. Look at that room. Define that window for your quarterback, Jesus. Look how freaking open he is. Let's watch again at full speed. Again, just the, the awareness to how, of how to attack leverage. You don't, you don't always need to, like some people say, oh, you, have to, you always have to send towards the corner. There's instances where you do and you don't. You, if, if you start to send towards a guy and he's just going to maintain his outside leverage, then you're screwed if you have an outside break. So some guys will send inside or outside, then inside to open up his hips and then cut underneath. You know, some guys might cut over the top. You, it's, it's about film study as well. So if he knows this guy is going to speed, he's going to squat outside no matter what. Um, even if you send him outside and you're running an outside break, that's not good. So great job by him, um, whether it be film study um, or just an innate feel. Takes the vertical inside, opens up the hips. Stop, break, and look. And again, for how, how sharp for break this is, with that with that with that break step or that stop step and then the break step. Look how tight that break is. Look how loose his hips. Like this is like that flexibility, the loose hips I, I I talk about all the time. For him to make this break and have his drive step still be under his frame like it is right here, and and is and allowing himself to like flatten out is absurd. That break is really, really good. That's like that's one of the best. We watched some really good routes. This is this is one of the best. Ooh, look at that room, oh, man. Gushing a little bit, then you see some yak too. But he deserves to be gushed over. Um, the fact that he fell to to, to thirty four is is surprising. Um, and I was like a little bit more iffy as as it happened, but I realized what he is like reading scouting reports and stuff. And then I watched the film. I was like, damn. The fact that he wasn't taken in the first round is surprising to say the least. And based on what I've heard and seen a little bit on Tony, Tony seems like just more of a yak guy, not as good of a route runner. Like he's a jack of all trades. That's why people had him uh, as their third or fourth receiver. I saw, oh, sorry, you always have, you always had Wally, you had Smith and you had Chase. I, I saw some people who had Bateman as their four. I saw some people who had more as their four, but more people had more as their four or five than people had Tony as their four or five. So I think they just got a steal even for a high second round pick, um, more counter again, they're, they're running, um, they're running counter OF. And again, just pressing, just he presses up field. Um, I don't, I don't know why maybe it's just too condensed, but, um, on a counter OF he's going to kick out and he's in the, in the, the, the pulling H back is going to lead, up the field. So if anything, he should have probably 
don't know if you just screw this up. This is by design, but supposed to take this upfield and he's just supposed to cut, but um, presses upfield. What does he see? Hats outside him squaring up in the, you know, in, in the inside gap, jump cut plant. And again, legitimate running back skills here. You see guys who they're, they're whatever way you're breaking towards right or left, that foot that you're breaking towards, this foot has to open. Again, just like a, just like a route system we were talking about before, if it's foot straight, you're not going to allow your, your hips to, to work um, as horizontal over your foot um, or with your foot. Whereas, if, again, if your foot's straight, it's hard to work over that foot. You're, you're going to be boxy in your cuts. So good job opening the foot. Low. Jump cut outside. Set up his block. Now, again, takes the open grass sees the block, the momentum from this guy hitting this guy inside. He's over the top. He cuts outside of him. Bang. <laughs> Still showing some contact balance. Again, one guy's on his legs. The guy who just beat his juke inside or, or uh, held inside juke. Kind of opening up that foot. Don't tell You can't tell me he, he wouldn't be as a, like, he's going to be in the backfield. He's going to get handoffs as a running back. He's just going to. He's legitimately good as a runner. Uh, six plays left. Hope you guys have enjoyed the more review. I'm going to give the strengths and weaknesses at the end, uh, which is a little bit of a discombobulated list. I didn't write the article yet, so it's not completely just stacked one by one, um, but it'd be good enough. <clears throat> um, not Okay, so this is one of the weaknesses I have. So some of the stuff you saw the route running. Um, the questions like, with his weaknesses come from size. You know, can he get off a of press versus bigger guys? Contested balls deep, like he's good at it, but is he going to be able to do it versus Richard Sherman 6-2 type? Probably not, obviously, as well. Um, the route running, like we saw some of the stop steps, I'll see a little bit more commitment to. Um, still like an a, an a route runner, but he can take it to an A+. Plus. Um the thing I do see about him that I, I want to see different, like this is his biggest weakness and is legitimately a weakness to me, especially in this offense where there's a lot of, of run blocking from the re receivers. He's not an overly willing um, run blocker. And they run this, like, I think it's a fear. Um, you see him take off some plays in terms of blocking. You know, he'll, 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 he'll run to a guy and kind of just literally throw his hands out there. He's not going to stalk block a guy, run up to him, uh, really, really hit him. And like, you know, tight elbows, grab the chest plate, run with them. He's not going to do a lot of stuff. He's sometimes you'll see it, but too often I see plays like this where I'm not overly happy with it. Obviously you can see there's no effort there. Right. And, and with this being a veer play where he's reading the outside, you know, um, this quarterback might be coming to you. Now, if this was opposite, like, and I would get it. If this was completely opposite of you, if this, if this veer was going to the opposite side, you're not going to be involved in the play really, unless this guy's crashing inside. But knowing this, this quarterback might cut right off of your ass or right inside of you, he has to throw some effort here. And obviously, the, you know, lets that corner get involved in the play. The quarterback still gets into it, but that's a weakness in this game. I don't want to record 100 plays of it, but you do see a decent amount of this where he's not overly <clears throat> uh, willing to be a run blocker. So that needs to be fixed because that is a weakness of his, uh, the effort on those plays. Uh, 44. Patient runner. Right here again. Um, he's a, actually he's like a legitimate running back when, he, when he's in the backfield. Another counter. See a little punch step, punch step outside, inside. What is he doing? Reading hats. You know, I don't have to watch this, the rest of this play to know what's going to happen. Hat, hat inside, hat inside. He's going to cut inside. Wow. He does not. 
that made me feel like a jackass. <laughs> um, okay. So I want to see that different to be completely honest. Now that I'm, now I'm looking, um, I was assuming that, that I was assuming that he was going to cut inside here. I think he should have, um, uh, you know, obviously again, he's not Michael Carter. He's not Javante Williams or not Javante uh, Williams because just reading hats on hats, hat inside, hat inside, this guy's stacked, but another hat inside. I would prefer him to cut up field right here. If this is a really good play, um, he might like on this play, he's looking to be a little bit more of like a hero. Um, so now some of these plays, like you want to just see a guy take what's available on this play, depending on like the, the time of the game, time and a half, I, I want to see him just cut up this a gap for the, uh, up through this, uh, this like B gap right here. Um, Again, just based on the picture, he doesn't take it to the outside. You can see the patience right here, though. You see he's like over his toes and he's really reading the box. Cuts up field, inside pressure, stiff arm to the bicep. And then a, a cut up field, obviously, to like the, I think it's like the five-yard line. Yeah, seven-yard line. So I don't like the bounce right here, to be completely honest, but still you see some patience. Um but just taking the yards available. Uh, like if this was a Michael Carter, if this was like Michael Carter's film, I would give this more of a negative grade um, because you want to just take this. It's open. Um, oh, hold on a second. All right, sorry. I don't know if you can hear that. Uh, the, the wife orders food, knows I'm doing a show, and then gets in the shower to not be able to pick up the food when it comes. Um, okay. Females. My screen shared. Okay, so yeah, yeah, we just talked about this again. Um, I mean, it's a little, little kind of stupid, but ideally, that's what I thought was going to happen because that's what it should have happened. Is he would press a little bit to the outside, cut inside here. Uh, he cuts outside. You do see some of the patience though. Just just watching like his like body right here. He's really reading those blocks. Obviously, you can see at this point he's not running full speed. Stiff arm takes it outside. This in my in my notes would be. Um, let's say if this is the first play I watch of a running back would be okay. Let's have a tendency to bounce runs instead of taking what's available to him. That's, that's what I see on that play, but overall still patience, not the best in terms of the lanes that were open. Uh, quick stop stem. He's to, he's right here. Slot. Again, um, Uh, just, just mirrored curls. Just everything is curls. They're just running the stick. And uh, what does he do again? Stems towards the corner. Corner squatting over the top. He's running a curl. He does not want him to be over the top. So he's not going to run directly at him because if you run directly at him, obviously you're going to come into contact with him and he's going to crowd the route break. You don't want him to crowd the route break. So he's going to run towards him. Take it outside like they're running some type of like hoss concept or a hoss concept. The corner's going to open his hips up to run outside and run, run vertical with them. He runs, he runs the curl. So stem towards him. Outside, selling vertical, selling vertical. Corner, oh shit, he's running over the top. I got to open up. Commitment to the stop. 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 Um, I'm trying to think uh, with this route break. 
the only thing I can, there's a little bit of dead time at the top right here. Now, the only thing you could say is he leans out of that second stop a little bit too early. So one stop, two stops, he starts to lean out of it a little bit. You want to see full commitment to that. So I want to see over the toes, completely over the toes, and then break. And um, this foot's a little bit too, you can see the, the, the break is a little bit too narrow. I see how his feet are too close. I want to see full commitment, one, two, and then, and then pop off of, that, off of that step right there, where it's a little bit, just a little bit of a lean out of it. And uh, this, is, this is narrow. It's a narrow step, and it's pointed forward. So obviously, again, when you're breaking off that step, you want it to be, um, you want to work off the instep back to the ball. So one, two, I want to see this foot turned inside to be like parallel with, with the, uh, with his yard marker or whatever it is. Um, so you could fight back to the ball. It's just a lot, a lot, not a lot of dead time. So on some of the back breaking routes, I want to see a little bit different of footwork, but still hell of a stem and still really good break. I, I just think he could be even improved with more commitment. That's good. A little bit more commitment to that instead of leaning out and then uh, turn that foot instead of being a little bit too forward. So a little bit of dead time at the top of that route, but overall still really good route. Uh, more because of the route, route stem. Still a good stop, easily. You can see that, but he could be, again, he's an A route runner. I think he could be an A plus, like one of the, one of the better ones in the league. Uh, three more plays. Footfire has to be careful. Okay, this is one. This is the route break I was talking about. Um, this is where J.C. Horn, right? He's one. Uh, there might have been some other plays over against J.C. Horn. I didn't even just, I didn't even just think to talk about, uh, but... The thing with this is, he, so he foot fires. It's a foot fire release where he's just gonna he's gonna get even and just foot fire. The one thing I want to I want to see different here. You see how he gets even and foot fires, and Horn. What I would criticize Horn with is he sits back into his stance. So when you're when you're gonna shoot two hands, you really want to be more aggressive with it. And if and if obviously it depends on if he's this tight. If he's this tight, obviously. Uh, you want to be on balance when you're shooting those two hands, but you don't want to sit back and then, and then shoot because one, now your now your shoots more, less effective because your momentum is going back as you're going forward. Your momentum going forward as you're going forward, or at least staying even as you're going forward. So horn, not the best jam right here with two hands. One, you're locking your hips out and you're, and you're going backwards, which I'm okay with a two hand jam. You just can't sit back and, and jam like that. So um, I think for me or not for me, but just in general, he needs to be more ready for his hands. Um, more right here because yeah, great. Like you, you foot fired and you're able to, you know, to, to swipe that hand, to chop that hand and get inside of him. And then you're able to make a contested catch. Great job. Uh, obviously catching the ball, bringing it in, you know, contact balance, breaking that tackle, running up field for more. But in the NFL, what I see here is what would happen a good corner this tight with this length to you. If you're going to foot fire him like this, you're getting jammed. He's going to take your chest and, and you just got beat right there on that play. So while this play looks good, I, I will criticize the press release right here um, because a good corner or at least a more experienced corner, I think corn will be good, but more experienced corner just takes that open chest. It's too open. Hands are down. You're too close to have your hands down. His hands need to be more ready, like an offensive tackle or offensive line where you see like pancake, rolled tennis ball, whatever it is, your hands need to be ready. It's like a boxer. Your hands are down, punch coming. What is it going to do? Boxers going to get punched in the face, the, you know, whatever it may be, chin. Um, uh, when you're playing a corner, obviously you're going to get hit in the chest, the, the shoulder. So uh, I want to see more ready hands. I don't, I don't love that release. I, I like the swat down at both the hands. I think I've actually, 
one hand. I think both of his hands, like wipe his hands away, chop them down. And again, with this route, um, I know it's, well, it's second down. Once he beats him inside, I want to see him flatten out a little bit. You don't want to, you don't want to take it vertical because then you're, you're working right back into him. So I want to see him flatten this out a little bit more, make it easier for the quarterback because he, as you can see, it flattens it out. It allows him to, to work the upfield shoulder and, and try to chop down the ball. Um, you want to see him get a little bit more flat. I want to see this as vertical. So a little bit of criticism there again, uh, not necessarily nitpicky. I, honestly, I, I think that's a, it's a good, it looks like a good, good release in college, but um, that all thing I would work in the NFL, unless you're playing, you know, not a good corner uh, right here, out and up. They're playing a cover three, cover six. Um, these guys are too tight. And I don't know why if he's playing cloud while he's so far to the inside, to be completely honest, but Inside of the cloud, deep third is there, too far inside. Again, selling me out with the eyes. Selling me out, selling me out, selling me out. The corner um, or the safety, safety corner, whatever it is, um, sees that eyes to the quarterback because that's not his responsibility now. Now you're expecting the cloud to get underneath this and, and pick that ball off or contest it. So um, lulls that, 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 DB, that uh, safety to sleep, which uh, – I don't know how they're taught this. I don't know why he's so far inside with this with him outside or with him being the, the outermost guy is the one in the cloud here. I don't know why he's not more over the top, but that's beyond me. Sometimes college football it just doesn't make sense. Um, and I like college football, I like the atmosphere and stuff like that. But some of this like stuff where I see like just bad, bad play at times um, makes me not like it as much, but regardless out, sell it up and beats that corner. Or beats the safety again. I don't know if it's a corner or safety, depending on what they're playing. If they rolled into it, you know, whatever it may be, could be a corner's playing safety, the safety roll. But you can see that that outbreak on the out and ups makes the corner start to break flat. So he thinks he's going to to play it, and uh, obviously just takes it towards the sideline catch. Really, not much there. Not good play. Not good play by the. Uh, safety, but overall still a good play by um, more in terms of selling the out phase of that, which gets that, that DB to, to break. Last play, tough catch uh, right here. He's number one. Oh, and again, motions inside to the flat or in, into the, uh, the slot is number two. Runs a out. Like a hawk concept with the with the post the post vertical and the out and again what's that what that what that is doing is the vertical is drawing the cloud the safety whatever it may be and you're going to read the vertical to the out or the this in this case the post to the out more again just talking about this quickly this is the last play where you talk where you discuss this Guy is inside of him. What does he want to do? He doesn't want to keep his chest open. He's going to work over the top, get a hand in. It's going to slow his route down. So if he's working towards a guy who has an inside leverage, what does he want to do? Dip that shoulder, punch that arm through, and lessen that contact that that, that, that contact surface area for that uh, defensive back linebacker, whatever it is. Looks like a linebacker. Punch through, dip the shoulder. Hell of a job right there. Now, again, now that contact's going to your shoulder, your outside shoulder, your back, instead of your chest, slows you down. Continue to run vertical. 
out. Again, doesn't need to be, be the most sharp break. He just needs to get to a spot. And again, the quarterback is anticipating that break. So um, you don't want to you know, break, break it down, make it slower. Now the, now the ball is too far outside. He's expecting you to get to a spot. So yeah, you might have to dance around in terms of your, to understand a little bit, you know, um, inside, outside, inside, outside, but he's still expecting you to get to, get to a spot. He gets to that spot. Now to the corner, driving down on him. What does he do? High point, tight hands, catch, tucks the ball immediately. Corner tries to chop down on it and he's able to bring it in. So again, good, good route. I, I really like this, the, the shoulder dip part of it with that right arm. Punch through, great job. Then obviously the, the, the break is good. The catch is good, tested, all great. Um, now to quickly go over my strengths and weaknesses. Um, again, this list might not be as pretty as I want it to be. Uh, cause I didn't do it like step-by-step, step, but, uh, overall I put in the games I watched, by the way, uh, 21 years old, I put that down, broke Metcalf and AJ Brown's records at Ole Miss. I, I noted that in my, in my review, um, watched Florida, Kentucky, Alabama, Auburn, Vanderbilt, South Carolina, Mississippi state strengths. I have routes, fierce, uh, plays bigger than size, not afraid over the middle, quick as sell ball skills, good hands, good hand technique that later too runs through catch find soft spots routes need technical work but sharp as hell um sells vert with shoulders down attacks leverage um stop start oops i should put attacks attacks qbs or cornerbacks leverage that should be the edit uh tough runner able to take uh, huge shots, jack of all trades, lined up in backfield, slot and outside, will steal releases, which is basically just on a running play. If you're trying to fill out the corner and how he responds to a foot fire or a short stride or hop step, you're, you're stealing those releases to see how he plays those specific releases on run plays. So he'll still releases to, to feel out that, that, that corner. I like that. Um, balance, body control, high points, ball, contact balance, altered speed in the routes. We saw that a couple of times. I showed that with the high knees examples of him, bump cutting, which is just a literally bumping a guy before you cut, get physical uh, within that five yards, uh, using backfield. You already said that keeps feet really tight under frame, aware of defenders angles to him. will hold defenders with pressure steps. Uh, we also saw the, the, uh, stair steps as well. Uh, stair steps and what I talk about before too. Oh, bam, stacked, bam. You see me doing this literally live. I don't know if I wrote that down. Uh, uses uh, subtle use of hands in routes, uh, dips less and less in contact service. We saw that. Uh, sells doubles with eyes. We saw that. Elbow jams to help route breaks. We saw that. We saw, we saw all this stuff. Pacing routes, hands, versatility, show the uh, legit ability as running back, setting up holes, reading helmets, patience, et cetera. Even though that one play, I want to cut inside, bounce it where I wouldn't like him to ball security, hand technique, sideline awareness, body control, stair steps, stack, bam steps. I just talked about that. Sorry if I repeated some stuff, but, um, again, uh, kind of doing this live on the spot. I write a lot of this stuff down and then I'll mark it down with like a question mark. If I see it again, maybe I'll take away one question mark. If I see it like three, four or five times consistently, then it's a strength, a weakness. If I see again, that first play with that running, if I, I might write, okay, uh, does he, does he bounce runs outside too much? Not take what's given. Put it as a question. If I keep seeing it again, then it's a weakness. Uh, the weaknesses I have, a lot of it come with just his his size. Uh, again, five eight, five nine, uh, smaller guy. So weaknesses, size, catch radius. Even though he attacks the ball, it's great. But overall, still, he's not Denzel Mims. So catch radius, uh, strength, size, a catch point. 
Again, much bigger than a guy who's 5'9", but is it going to work for Richard Sherman? That's a question mark. I want to see more press versus bigger corners. That one release was a, was a question. It was not a good play for me. So I'm, I want to see more of that at Old Miss um, that I wasn't able to see. So that's a question mark for me. Um, not an overly willing blocker. Effort on block uh, on blocking. Did not like that. Um, I saw that too much. Um, want to see more refs, uh, refs against tight coverage. Um, press coverage. Saw that. Uh, want to see more reps of him having to hold his stem, hold his line. Um, we saw some of it, but again, not a ton. It was more of him working into space than I wanted to see. Um, starts to lean into breaks on, on wrong foot. There's some times where, again, he'll be running inside. Um, and obviously, you want to break on the outside foot if you're running inside break. Um, and there's sometimes he starts to break and lean a little bit onto his left foot before he breaks inside off that right. And in the NFL, defensive backs will see that and they'll start to break. Um, if you're going to start leaning into your break. So it's a little bit into leaning into breaks. I want to see him turn in his pivot, uh, pivot foot more on back breaking routes. Other than that, that's it. Like that's a really small list of, of things. A lot of it had to do with size blocking and then just some very, very nitpicky things about his routes. But overall that's the strengths and weaknesses. Um, a little bit unorganized there. Maybe the next time I'll make sure I do the article before the show. But again, you guys get the point. Talk about it a lot during the, the show. Uh, appreciate everybody for listening. That was one of many reviews coming. Uh, Mark Carter's next. I think ABT is after that. And then, again, we have two more parts of Zach Wilson. We have Panak. We have Nazaruddin. We have Carter II. Uh, we have Yaboa, Rashid. We have Rankins. We have Curry. We So many things to come. So I appreciate everybody for sticking uh, with me through this review. Obviously, if you're at this point, um, you're a subscriber. So I appreciate all the subscribers. The JetX really helps me out, again, uh, and their website. So appreciate you guys, and I'll talk to you soon.